This week on the BevCast. Hey, remember that movie? You know, the one about the little space guy? Made you cry like a butthole. One star. We're in. All right, and welcome to the BevCast. Hey! BevCast! BevCast. Episode 397. God damn. Man. Yeah. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm John. And what we do each and every episode of this year of Bamcast, we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. You get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Right. It's a very enjoyable movie, which we based our rating system on. Mm-hmm. However, there are bad bad movies, and they get a negative sliding scale of one to five bags, as in giant bags of trash. And they Ew, are just garbage. Do not recommend. Refuse. Throw it out. Yeah. So sack uh, it up. Uh, we're doing uh, we're doing spooky movies because it's it's October. Yeah, it's October. Yeah, month. we're just doing October month movies. October, October month yeah. movies. Uh-huh. Uh, and and this brought us to 1986's Terror Vision. Terror Vision. Terror Vision. A, a Charles Band joint. Uh, a whole band. Well, yeah, it's a it's a it's the a band. band together. Yes. A band. All the bands. Yeah. It's the weight of the band. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so uh, let's get a quick plot summary for this year movie, and we'll talk more about it. A family's new satellite TV system starts receiving signals from another planet, and soon it becomes the, a passageway to the alien world. Eh, okay, mm. sure-ish. Mm. Yeah, mm. all right, fine, whatever. That's what it says on the thing. <laughs> okay, all right. It's a better description than I could come up with in one sentence. All right, then. Yeah, um... People in this movie, besides it being a Charles Band joint, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you've got uh, Diane Franklin is top build, even though she disappears for about half the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Garrett Graham and Mary Wa- Warnoff playing uh, her parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Chad Allen is her younger brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Grease or Jonathan Grease as he's building this yeah. uh, is her uh, boyfriend OD OD and then there's uh, Grandpa racist Grandpa guy um, Bert Remsen mm-hmm. but that's your that's your main cast I mean there's mm-hmm. a couple other people that come and go but uh, yeah there's a large quantity of latex rubber yes there's that and, and a large and, quantity and, of breast <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a large quantity of KY or some other goopy sub- yes. substance everywhere mm-hmm. um like and, thickened Cairo syrup. Yeah, and there's mm. there's a lot of things happening in this here movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's from the director of Bad Channels. Is it okay? Yeah, I didn't follow. I didn't go that far ahead. <laughs> far ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Mm. Okay then. <laughs> all right. And Ted Nicolero, Nicol Nicolau, Nicolau. Yeah. And I was thinking said, Greg Nicotero. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not related to this movie. Yeah. But yeah. To his credit. I, I don't like we just watched this movie and I'm already <laughs> I'm blanking on like how it began. So I'm just gonna kinda talk about what happens and what it, sets the events okay, in motion. It began with the alien right, trying to flush his garbage. I thought so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so yeah, that's right, because we had the miniature and the, the uh model bashing enterprise mm-hmm. on on the planet. Um it's true. And yeah, it's planet like pluton or something like that and yes. some guy named like plutex or something like that like fluton fluton or, or oh, i pluthon. thought he, I, I thought he had like the same name pluthar yeah from pluthar. pluthon shoot sure um, is disintegrating a, a, a creature and it beams out into space bounces off some 
planets comically and lands in the uh what the hell was her name something Fetterman Fetterman satellite Futterman Futterman Putterman. Putterman. That's Putterman's right. Yeah. They live on Futterman Lane. Sure. Oh, Jesus. Yes, the Puttermans because he made the putts, Putterman putts joke. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But yes, they are getting a, installing a new, you know, like basically like F-band satellite hot shit in the 80s. Um, yeah, now you can get all them channels. <laughs> yeah, and that, you know, we see them like, oh, why can't we make this thing work? And Mary Warren you're like idiots. in the middle of like a workout. And then this thing this beam comes into the satellite and that's where the shits get started mm-hmm. that all right that's that's the basic plot of the movie now we've already quickly been introduced to their horror house that they live on in uh, it's uh, oh man it's not a every corner of this house, house is a it's nightmare. just like <laughs> it's it's a nightmare house i mean it's 70s leftover plus 80s mod swinger crazy artsy like if you just imagine like the artsiest, pretentious shithead swinger folks that you know or may have known, what those would be like in the in the eighties, right? But yeah. also like that era, also the Denny Nagel looking porn posters on the walls, mm-hmm. yeah. But also with that like New Jersey sense of uh, what's fine art, you know that like like I, I don't know like Andrew Dice, Andrew Dice Clay comes into money and be like, yeah, I got it. It's Italian, mm-hmm. and it's like it's fucking fancy. It's, it's like it's. It's shitty. <laughs> like it's, it's paintings that you buy from a van that's parked in front of a Hardee's that no longer exists. It's it's yeah. that level of of art. Mm-hmm. Not say there's some fine art in those places, <laughs> but but this is in, in the back in the van in front of the Hardee's. Yeah, or, or Carl's Jr. If yeah, West Coaster. Yeah, it depends on where you are. But it just every corner of this house is a living nightmare. Mm-hmm. And at first you don't know why, and then you find out why, and it's even a bigger nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at first you're like. There's some inappropriate stuff in this house. That's kind of weird. But then you find out that the parents are swingers mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, eh, gross. Well, they're and, trying yeah. to be swingers. That's the weird thing. They're not <laughs> even full fledged swingers yet. Yeah. They've only done this like three or four times. They bought the swingers layer, but they right. just haven't, they haven't right. fully committed to actually swinging yet. They're on their way. Yeah. Yeah. They're novice swingers. Mm-hmm. Just getting their first push. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the type of house that. It, oh, when we think about it, we're like, how did 10-year-old Chad Allen, how was he allowed on this set Yeah, at any point? Uh, as long as your parents sign a waiver, you can be in whatever fucking movie you want. Like, yeah. seriously, that's how it works. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah. But no, I was just thinking, like, the best way to describe this is, like, when, when Dirk Diggler got money, mm-hmm. this is, like, what he would fucking do. Kind but of. it's like, the this, comedic parody version. Yes, but I'm saying, like, it's that same kind of thing. Like, I have absolutely no class. And I'm I'm just surrounded by fucking all the time, and I you know I have money, so here we go. Mm-hmm. I I do like that they have this gigantic living room with this couch that would seat twenty people, and and then another couch right in front of it yeah. that seats two and a half people. <laughs> but then up on a mantle is the crowning achievement of their entertainment center, which is a thirteen-inch television set. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> so, and although like although it is. The art on the walls of this house is just ludicrous. I do really like this house for some reason. Like there's there's something yeah. about just how fucking bonkers it is that I yeah. that I really like. Well, like I would live in a, I would live in a place like this only because of the ironic sense that I have. Like yeah, I would sh- I would walk in and like earnestly like try to get people to be like think that like I think this is nice. <laughs> you know, that's the only reason I would like have this house or do this. But, like, I just, look at it like look at this, and everyone's like 
yeah, it's great. I'm like, yeah, it is, right? <laughs> and then like, I know, it's fucking I just, awful. Isn't I just it? love that. On it, the way out, thanks for putting up with yeah, my house. Yeah. It's hilarious, isn't it? I just love that it's a house that's all about fucking, yeah. but would never, ever get you laid, ever. No. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, but, I don't know. I, I mean, no. Well, not in real life, but in this movie universe. Yes. But yes, that's, man, that's the parents. Like, they're leftover disco swingers mm-hmm. in the 80s. Um Mm-hmm. The grandpa's uh, mil- like I guess ex-military it, he kind of seems like the guy who like never actually was in the military just super right. into the military yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think you're exactly right on that he shows up at the beginning like having just come from the park or something with his flyers for whatever bullshit he's mm-hmm. lizard tails as yeah. a as a source of nourishment replenishable nourishment yeah he, he's basically a survivalist in this fou- like he has a yeah, fucking he's bunker he's a total prepper but yeah. he's wearing this military uniform and he's just glued like all these planes and yeah. tanks and shit all over like he's his 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 hat is just surrounded by planes he's like that one uh that one conservative sheriff guy who's yes. just got all those fake badges all yeah. over his Clark. fucking thing but he's got like tanks like glued to his shoulders and it's just it's ridiculous i, I gotta say though like it, it it is kind of funny to me because in thinking of of preppers and the crazy things preppers think of mm-hmm. the regenerating lizard tails is not a terrible idea no like it's uh it's 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 dumb but it's also hilarious like yeah that that could almost work yeah make lizard tail jerky out of all yeah you like you don't kill the lizard you just chop the tail off to grow another one yeah and they it's don't del- mind it's delicious <laughs> he actually says that they don't mind i'm like uh they might <laughs> dude they're not big fans yeah, yeah. but so- of all the fucking prepper bullshit that's come out over the years that's the most sound thing mm-hmm. that's what i mean <laughs> and yeah. i mean this movie does have food buckets in it for god's sake yep. so. Yep. so there's there's him then there's the the son who is like i want to be just like grandpa mm-hmm. i, I want to be racist prepper guy when i grow mm-hmm. up um well he doesn't want to be like his parents no well, because his parents treat him like uh like an annoyance like it's just you were the worst go take your medicine and leave us alone all the time mm-hmm so like parents um, more so in this more than parents yep less than parents oh <laughs> yeah it it more than more like people who like to fuck but don't like the consequences they're in yeah, yeah. Mm. okay yeah. but ultimately it's not gonna matter no. <laughs> yeah because we, we've got all that cleared out well we, well we didn't really cover diane franklin she's like in her punk cindy lopper crazy phase she is the entirety mm. of the 80s kind of <laughs> yeah i mean it's She's wearing like a fucking poofy poodle skirt, but then like torn up leggings. She has like three foot high Cindy Lauper multicolored hair, mm-hmm. and you know she's crazy amounts of like Valley Girl makeup yeah. on. She's everything that people think that people dress like in the eighties, all smushed into one. Yep. Yeah. So that I mean, that's that's the entirety of the family mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yep. It's like she ran headfirst and, into the tricks rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> and and then there's the the satellite repair guy that keeps showing up is just like your your awful golf pants guy yeah, you know yeah. just he like tucks Captain his polyester his yeah. tie is tucked into his pants yeah. <laughs> and that is almost the biggest crime this movie commits okay um but yeah that, that's the core people we start off with mm-hmm. and you know satellite guy is just on the satellite it's like do it yourself 100 is the name of the satellite mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so like you know putterman or whatever is like i got this i'm a genius and everyone else is like yeah he's a fucking dork and he doesn't know what he's doing and so they they're sort of kind of getting television like they, and they sort of like start watching the weird shit that's on there mm-hmm. like they they're flipping through and there's like Nazi marches and fi- like uh some other bullshit they're watching and then eventually they land on what is essentially an Elvira ripoff 
starring Medusa. Mm-hmm. You know, lady in a Medusa wig head thing and giant, they did find giant porn. breasts. Huh? They did find oh, porn. That's right. They did find porn and left it on there yes. longer than they should have. Yes. And it was Channel 69. Nice. 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 <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Which Stan, the dad, actually gives kind of that same reaction yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Like, huh? He's like, hey, Grandpa. <laughs> Channel 69, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, and they, they eventually land and, and settle on. They're going to watch this, you know, up all night till midnight with, you know, Medusa, the Elvira knockoff lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, his parents are like, all right, cool. You, Grandpa and kid, you watch this. We're, we're going to get ready to go out, go to the swingers club. Yeah, well, they so, say we're going to go swinging. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yes, but... Like, Od is, has shown up mm-hmm. in the midst of this mm-hmm. as they're doing this. He's come to the door and gets like a hero reveal of look how weird he well, is. I love that he comes to the door. She yeah. answers the door and you see Od clearly. But then when she presents him to the family, you get a hero reveal again. Yeah. Of OD. It's like, why have that first part? <laughs> if you're going to do a hero reveal, make that your actual reveal. Right. Yes. But no. But like they go to filmmaking. Yes. But he's kind of weirded out by them for like half a second. And then he just immediately goes into like, hi, how are you, everyone? And and they shake his hand. and It's just like, ew, he's wearing rings. He's weird. And then the the daughter's like, hey, can we use the jacuzzi tonight? You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. well, that's an obvious question. Why are you asking? (laughs) And that's when they say, no, we're going swinging later. We might need it. And it's like, ah, (laughs) yeah. And then they're like, we have to go get ready. And it's like immediately after they're like, that guy dresses like a fucking idiot. And then they cut to Garrett Graham, who has just put on his 70s bullshit and is just taking these giant gold chains and putting them on. (laughs) That guy's a fucking idiot, yoink. Yeah, he's completely (laughs) just like a moron. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, they're going swinging. Mm -hmm. And and the the, the OD and the girl, they're like, we're leaving. And they leave and they're gone for Mm -hmm. 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, which basically leaves just grandpa and and the uh and the kid chat grandpa and the kid <laughs> fall on uh, uh yeah, yeah. We, and they just fall off fall asleep on the couch watching the yeah. medusa show well they they had, it had, the tv keeps changing channels on its own and mm-hmm. it had switched over to uh, just a shot of the creature from the beginning oh no grandpa did that because oh, he, he was just like yeah. i'm going to fuck with the thing well they also have like the world's most complicated <laughs> remote which has like a little satellite dish on it it's yeah. got uh, like four dials yeah. and then a giant dial in the middle along with two number pads on either side mm-hmm. and grandpa's way of getting things to tune is to just wildly spin the dials and jam every button on each side at the same time while bitching at it he old man's the fuck out of that yeah. remote <laughs> yeah all right so i want to point out there's there's there there's plenty of weird things in this movie, but I think the strangest is almost the entire movie. Everyone goes out of their way not to curse, yep. and yet this movie is like full of sex imagery all over the place. I think that's kind of they don't show any kind of point. Tadas. <laughs> no, there's no, no nudity. No, not book. really. But I mean, other than like the artwork and yeah, you know, drawn right. all over every wall. But, I mean, there's yeah. like, every room. There's gratuitous. You know, goop and violent yeah. stuff. And well, there's statues with dongs on them. That's what I'm, I, I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying. Like, it, and a statue with nipples that are fountains. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that's kind of. I, I I have to think they did that on purpose. I think sure. the juxtaposition of everyone kind of saying poop and things like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. are is just they're surrounded by all this hideous imagery. Well, I mean, even like the lesser words. I mean, they're like I, Diane Franklin says ass or something later in the movie or, you know, something like that. But mm-hmm. like grandpa is like, what the Sam Hill? Yeah. And 
Dag Dabbit and all these like stupid things are just like all around it. Yeah, I don't think there was an F bomb in this movie. No, I don't mm-hmm. think so. So, yeah, they all they all just Grandpa and right, they, Billy or whoever the kid is and yeah, fall asleep. And so they yeah they fall asleep and uh, with the monster on the TV because it's kind of it's kind of staticed in out between yeah. Medusa and that and because they're like cool and then they're like this thing's not doing anything. <laughs> but eventually there's a flash and then. Something starts crawling under the blanket, and you know the kid's like, "Grandpa, no, not again!" And <laughs> he's not. Uh, okay, fine, he's not. But <laughs> they both wake up. Like the kid wakes up and he's like, "What is in the? What's on, it's this?" And it's a eyeball on, on like just a like a slimy yeah. tentacle thing. Well, like I think it's one of its arms. Yeah, in in his face. So he screams and jumps up. That wakes the grandpa up, who has the whole monster's face, which. It's like this, it's hard to explain, but it's like a asymmetrical looking goopy monster thing where like one eye's real big and the other one's small and it's kind of off on the side mm-hmm. and it's got this giant mouth. It's like a mad ball or a kind of, yeah, a boglin. Well, it kind of likes if you had like <laughs> no, a, boglins, like a, like yeah. a plastic Domo-kun figure and you left it out in the sun for a little yeah. bit too long. It just got goopy and melty. Yes. Cause it's yeah. got a big, all right, gaping maw. Thing, yeah, and, then... and as you see it later, it's presented like it's about five or six feet wide, mm-hmm. so it's not like a tiny thing. I mean, it's pretty big. Yeah, and it's but I it's mean... a detailed puppet creation that they've made. Yeah, there had there were at least four people inside this thing at all yeah. times, at least. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and they just freak out. And... Yeah, they scream and and die behind the couch, and then when they peek their heads back up, the thing is, it's the TV is flashed and the thing's gone. Mm-hmm. But they're like, all right fuck this, we're going into the prepper basement. Which... And Grandpa's just yelling like, oh, it's it's not a monster, it's a burglar. They have Halloween, Halloween masks. Halloween or masks. Like mm-hmm. yeah. They scare the poop out of you. <laughs> yeah. And they go into a, a, the prepper area of the house, which is literally like one of those old vault door mm-hmm. things, but it's got signs on it that has like, one sounds like a CPR instruction thing, yeah. but there's other just... Threats like you ever thought about death? Well, don't no. open this door. I, I like mm-hmm. that someone made a combo bumper sticker pack. Which one was? Do you believe in life after death? <laughs> yeah. And then the other one was enter here if you want to find out. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. <laughs> Come yeah. on in if you want to find out. But. And for some reason, every time they open and close the door, it makes a Star Trek noise, which <laughs> just for yeah. no reason. Yep. <laughs> but I just love that it's in the middle of the hallway. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh, no, it's, it's down not in the out basement. Of the way. It's just it's like just here's the front door and here's the, the yeah. vault door. Here's the prepper door. Yeah. But they go down and Grandpa's like, well, all right, stock up because it's time. Mm-hmm. And so they've got machine guns and uh, they've got grenades. And it, I can't remember if the kid was wearing camouflage before or if oh, he, he put it on was. when they went down there. Yeah, okay. he was always kind of l- little prepper. But yeah, but I mean, <laughs> we're prep. like, yeah, we're like 15 minutes in and they've geared up. Yeah. And they're ready to murder this thing. Mm-hmm. And this is, of course, when the TV repair guy shows back up because they have called him because they basically broke the th- broke the thing fighting over the remote control earlier. Yeah. And just you, spinning it back and forth and back and forth until it blew up. Yes. The mm-hmm. dish or or the uh, control box for the dish. So that guy's there to fix it. So he's outside fixing it. And that's when grandpa and the kid come out and, you know, got machine guns to his head. And they're like, were you breaking in there? Where's your Halloween mask? And, <laughs> and he's like, like, uh, okay. Yeah, and he's like, no, nah, I'm just here to fix the cable. <laughs> and, <laughs> and even though they like recognize him and they acknowledge, you know, he explains who he is. They continue to point their guns at him the entire rest of the scene. Like mm-hmm. this is just one of those movies where 
you know, the idea of not pointing a gun at somebody is yeah, no, a foreign gu- concept because guns at the ready all the time. <laughs> yeah, the kid, like, even when the kid, like, later on is fine, he's still aiming the gun at everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Everyone that he speaks to gets a gun aimed at them. Yep. Yeah. But so they, they leave him alone, to which he is uh, promptly devoured because the thing, I guess, zaps out of the satellite dish behind him. Sure. And he turns around, and there it is. And it, it has... zaps out of the tiny TV that's on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he set up he the TV, a tiny TV to make sure him. that he can configure this out. Okay, yes. Yeah. And But it also has a claw arm mm-hmm. with just two pinchers on it, and it grabs him by the head, and the guy screams, and he's gone. Yes. And I guess back in the house, at some point, it comes back out when Grandpa and the kid... Well, they hear the scream, and they're like, we got to go investigate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Grandpa goes into the living room, and the TV flashes, and Grandpa immediately also gets head-pinched. Yeah. Like, yes. he goes out quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I mean, he lasts a while, but I mean, yeah. the character goes out quick. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Grandpa. If it touches you, you will die, and yes. it will hurt the whole time. Yes, type thing because it grabs his head, and then they like basically have an inflatable version of Grandpa <laughs> that they start deflating yes, while good, green shit spews everywhere. Yeah, it's a pretty fun effect to have him basically just collapse in on himself, it, like melt him into goo, and then the monster's tongue comes out <laughs> and starts sucking up the goo, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. is a nice sort of reverse mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the wettest of facts. Yeah. yeah, 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 and really, all that's left are his boots and his dog tags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I guess Which he was in the military. I mean, unless he got fake dog tags. Uh, yeah, you get that anywhere. I, I will say, like in, in the horror movie, like what does the monster do? Thing, this is a pretty good way. I mean, it's it's a little close together, but like getting one kill sort of off screen, and then they're like, oh, well, what exactly happened to him? And then like turn around the next scene, and it's like, oh, well, yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah. goops you, and you know, <laughs> and then it like you just goops you, <laughs> yeah, like it. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's it's how you would do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the kid has been like in the hallway waiting for the grandpa to come back because he's like, I'm going to investigate what that was, you know, and he comes out and he kind of sees he's kind of figured out that it's eaten the grandpa because mm-hmm. I think he sees the boots or he sees it sucking. I think he comes sucking around his like, pants up yeah. into it. I thought he came around like just as it was. He was like, yeah, yeah. under the floor. Yeah. Because, I mean, he runs and barricades himself back in the. Yeah. He goes back to prepper. Yeah. Prepper room and prepper room. But he, he and that's the, when he tries to call the police. Yes. And they're not having it. No, because he's barely coherent. Yeah. He's like, there's a monster and it ain't grandpa. Yeah, he's and like, monster TV. TV there's and a monster in my house. Grandpa. And the cop is like, just like, he's Dude. like, I was just asking your name. He's like, oh, yeah, Sherman. Yeah. But as he's on the phone with the cop, you see like the claw hand come out of the TV that's behind mm-hmm. him and, you know, kind of coming at him. But when he hangs up the phone, it just decides, eh, all right, later. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but this is the point where we've. The kid's the only one in the house, mm-hmm. and nobody else is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the kid just kind of locks himself in and is stressing out. And that is when the parents return mm-hmm. with uh, their new friends. Yes, Spyro, Spyro, and Cherry. <laughs> yeah, I like Spyro and Cherry, except for Cherry's voice. Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that voice. <laughs> she seemed. I think it was dubbed <laughs> by well, an annoying woman. Well, <laughs> Cherry, she's just like, she's trying to do the Lucille Ball thing almost. Kind of, but But it's it's like just this high-pitched, screechy. It's just dumb, bad, cartoony voice. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, hey, all right. Meanwhile. Swinger, swingers. Meanwhile, Spyro. It's the West Coast version of Audrey from Little Shop. Yeah. But Spyro, meanwhile, is like 
he he watched Ricardo Montalban and decided that that was his idol and he wanted to make his life entirely like Ricardo Montalban. So that's pretty much how he speaks <laughs> for the entire time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And and meanwhile, he, the dad, Stan, the dad is just. Like well, he, well, they all come. He's in. so pumped. He's got them in the house. Yeah. Well, they, they come in and like they're immediately like, all right, let's go to the you know the bone zone and all this stuff. Yeah. And like that, that's when <laughs> the they, <bone> zone. <laughs> that's when the like kid comes out. And is like grandpa and the TV and the monster. They're like, oh fuck. All right, this kid. Uh, and they're like, should we go? And it's like, no, no, just give him a pill. Oh, He'll go away. Well, yeah. the mom yeah. is like, no, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I will put this child away. <laughs> Yeah, back on the like, shelf right now. I, I just I love that they keep saying he just needs a pill. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. fine. He has these he has these moments. These episodes. Mm-hmm. Take a pill. Get yeah. out of here. Just take yeah. a pill. This this begins like her kind of dragging the kid around, right? And then drags him to the the prepper room, mm-hmm. and it's just like, look, if you don't knock this shit off, I'm gonna lock you in there. And well, the kid's yeah. like, monster, it's grandpa. Yeah, and that's she's because, like, that's because she opens up the, the the other thing that we've learned that the monster can do is it. It's, I guess it's tongue or it's tentacle or something can start mimicking the yeah, people. Well, well, we see it. It's in the prepper room. It just kind of <laughs> teleports out of the TV. And then it's like it forms the grandpa's head yeah. like, on the tongue. Like, yeah, right. on the tongue. And it it's all goopy and coated in lube. And it's just and That's, she's she like, opens the door. Yeah, she's yeah. like, are you in there? And he's like, yeah, hang on. I'm getting dressed. No, he says I'm taking care of business. Oh, taking care of business. Yeah, he, he keeps, keeps saying, saying that. that. Yes. Okay. Taking <laughs> care of business is a. There's a callback to it later where it's just uh, like, oh dear yeah. God, no. <laughs> but yeah, he just keeps saying, "Yep, everything's fine. Just taking care of business down here." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "See that, yeah. Billy? Get the fuck down there." Yeah, and Billy's like, "No, that's not Grandpa. There's something wrong." And she's like, "You will not ruin this night for me and your father. Yes. <laughs> you get out of here. This is only our second attempt." <laughs> so she the whole swinger thing kind of just pushes him in there and yeah. you know bolts the thing shut. And he's just pounding on the door like, yeah. Mom, no. Yeah, literally locks him in. Like, there's a chain. Yeah. Like, you're not getting out of this place. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucked up. But but he still gets out. Yeah. Oh, because he nukes the door. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But he goes down and, like, looks behind everything. And yeah. Like, because when she opened the door, like, they had a body of the grandpa. Yeah. Like, like it had formed enough that mm-hmm. it could. Well, it, it it made its head and then like draped some camo over yeah, like right. just it draped like a, a yeah, raincoat or something. Over <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, that's right. I'm but, just taking care but, of business. Down but here. while she's dealing with the unruly kid, that's when Stan is like, "Man, let me show you all of these great rooms and all of my wonderful art." Mm-hmm. Welcome and, to the pleasure den. Yeah, and it's the the living room with with the ninety seater couch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Ah, but wait till you get to the pleasure dome." And <laughs> Sherry's like, "Oh, oh pleasure ooh. dome." Mr. J. Um, <laughs> so fancy. And they, so he leads her into the indoor giant jacuzzi room, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, pretty swank, except for all the fucking weird porno on the walls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's got a remote control just like the one for the TV yeah. that also controls the jacuzzi. Turns on the um, bubbles. Turns on the bubbles and changes the lights, I think, and turns the massive 19-inch TV on. <laughs> Um, the yeah. TV says super on it. Um, it's a super TV. There and for, a and, for, and for whatever the reason, the, the default setting for sound is like 120 decibels because yeah. every time he flips over, he's like, check out this music. It's like, everyone's like, oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But this is, I think this is the first time. I, oh, we saw it on the TV when it was flipping channels earlier that the, the alien guy from the beginning, we saw him on like on a muted channel. Mm hmm. And then, but this is the first time, like, it's on the TV, and he's like, oh, let me tune in the audio. And 
it's basically just alien guy from the beginning of the movie going, people of Earth, destroy uh, your television. My bad. We kind of sent you a really <laughs> bad thing there. So destroy your satellite dishes mm-hmm. and disable your TVs for, for, for the next 200 years. At least the next 200 years. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I think I read for this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I love that, that Spiro, they, they, the way like Spiro and um, the mom go off to make drinks, mm-hmm. but he's making Uzo margaritas. That's he wants to make Uzo yeah. margaritas. Yeah. He's like, I make a great margarita. I make a great Uzo margarita. Yeah. Do you he, have mm, Uzo? Uh, like, no, yeah. I don't think so. Black licorice and lime. Yeah. Mm. But he doesn't lime make that. is good for margarita. But... He just makes giant glasses no, 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 of alcohol. Lime is the margarita. Yeah. <laughs> Uzo is literally just licorice flavored liquor. Uh, yeah. It's but liquor. What he makes just looks like ab, like really tall absinthe he shots. Just pours uh, alcohol just into a bottle glasses. directly into four glasses. Yeah. And then these glasses are so tall, he puts these little umbrellas in each one, but they don't. There's nothing for them to land <laughs> yeah. on, so the umbrella just covers the top of the drink. Right. Yeah. So they're all room temperature. <laughs> right. Shots. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And she's talking to him, and he's just like they're feeling each other out basically just like so uh are things yeah. gonna happen and he's like i don't know is uh stan a man's man and she's like yeah, yeah. he asks if he takes it like a man yeah because and she think at first she's like oh she must be talking about the drinks mm-hmm. and he's like and he, then, well then yeah. he goes i am greek yes and she's like yeah yeah, yeah. don't worry we're not prejudiced yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no no i no, am no. greek i i like i like the boys boys and she's like oh no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait here a second. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Stan, the the cherry has been like, well, I, this hot tub looks great. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's 98.6 degrees. It's like being in your mother's womb again. Yeah. Enjoy and we're all like, scalded. oh, my God. Yeah. You'll be scalded. instantly scalded if you get in that. It's not that hot. What are you talking about? Hot that's, tubs are like usually 110, 105. That's uh, uh, that's excessively warm for an indoor uh, jacuzzi. Oh, no? OK. All right. <laughs> It's it's not at all. Well, it's actually kind of cold for a jacuzzi. Okay. Well. All right. Anyway, isn't the boiling point a hundred degrees? Hundred degrees Celsius, which is two hundred twelve oh, degrees okay. Fahrenheit. Yeah. Man. Long way off. Science has failed you, yeah. or you have yeah. failed science several times. The metrics is. I did. <laughs> the, yeah. This is why I'm in. Art. Yes, you're more of an so artsy I'm in guy. the art field. You right now are one point four degrees from boiling. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how many kelvins is that? <laughs> Not even. <laughs> well, god damn it, uh, two hundred and thirty-six <laughs> degrees. Kelvin? Either way, she basically just rips off her dress and has a bikini underneath, yeah. and he just does like the. Yeah, the the wolf wolf jumps yeah. up and ooga, eyes come out and tongue comes out. He's like, "Holy tomatoes!" Yeah. <laughs> eyes become slot machines. Yeah, and like boner, right. boner. Yeah, and like his inner monologue becomes outer monologue as he's leaving the room. He's yeah. like, "Holy cow, that bikini!" Yeah, yeah. As he's leaving the room, he's just like, "I gotta get some of that." You know, it's just yeah. like she's right there, <laughs> and you're probably in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've you've entered into a contract here, mm. I think. But yeah, so he's like, I. She's like, are you coming in? And he's like, I got to change. So he goes scurrying out of there and yeah, to go put his speedo on. Yeah, and he does. And yeah, <laughs> so he's doing that and putting and keeping his chains on, but also putting a robe on, so he looks like a distinguished sleazy piece of shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when she sees the eyeball on TV, mm-hmm. and she's like, "What are you looking at?" Yeah, and then cut away from her. Yeah, we know what's going to happen right. with her. We do. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> the mom has basically told Spiro the you know, Stan comes back and she's like, all right. Well, he's all about it. Like, hey, big guy, how you yeah. doing? And he's like, 
why did she? She's like, why did you take Cherry her drink? And mm-hmm. we'll be in there in a second. Like, yeah, all right. I also love that he <laughs> he takes the drink that was made at his own bar. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, what's all this weird stuff you put in here? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's one thing and an umbrella. Yeah, because <laughs> they're it's both like, like, and it's from your bar. Yeah, you know what's in your bar. It's like, what weird thing do you own? <laughs> but he's like trying to move the umbrella out of the way. Like, what what is this cool guy? And mm-hmm. he's just like, ah, you get down. And he's like, yeah, totally. And he's like. No, no, <laughs> no, no, Stan. Listen, <laughs> you you go take Cherry the drink. Mm-hmm. Let's have a conference. Um, and then he learns the truth. <laughs> but he's also like, like he's kind of okay Spiro, with it. Well, he, he, he doesn't like, flip out, but Spiro is really interested in, in Cherry as well. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, because he goes back into the jacuzzi He's room. not full Greek is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's... <laughs> I guess he, he goes back into the jacuzzi room and the jacuzzi now has like this layer of, of spooky fog over mm-hmm. it and you just see her head and he's like, hey, sexy lady, how about a quickie before my man comes in here and, and she's just like never says a word. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. he disrobes and gets in there and swims over to her and he at one point is like, ew, what's this? And picks up just this handful of goop and he's just like some sort of sex lubricant, <laughs> sex lubricant. <laughs> yeah. And then does so, he call it the sex lubricant? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. is this the sex lubricant? Yeah, and I mean, and it's like gooping off oh, of yeah. his hand. It is just this. Ugh. Yeah, it is a massive amount of goop. Yeah, but uh, he, quote unquote, swims over to her, and uh, yeah, he, just, he says something like, like, "How about a little suck?" Yeah, and then like some alligator jaws come up and just snap onto him, mm-hmm. and that's kind of always that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Spiro's done, but Stan's like. I'm going to have to go in there and explain how the bees, birds and the bees work to mm-hmm. this guy, which is, that's an okay reaction. I mean, that's not the worst reaction that could happen. Yeah, could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So th- they come in and just the jacuzzi is just goo. It's just yeah. gross. And <laughs> jacuzzi. <laughs> yes. And jacuzzi. He says something. He says something we won't repeat here. Uh, as far as I mean, it's not the worst thing you could. It's not a terrible line. It's just the way he's the delivery of it is so goddamn perfect. Mm-hmm. He's dedicated. We can say to it. it's it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. He's okay. he says, what does he say? He's like, what the hell has this homosexual done to my? Jacuzzi? No, he goes, he's yeah. Like, what this homo do homo, to the jacuzzi? Yeah. To the jacuzzi. Yeah. But he's saying short and short. What does this homo do to the jacuzzi? <laughs> Yeah. So I'm never going <laughs> to call a jacuzzi anything else yeah, but a jacuzzi. No, it's always you want to get in the jacuzzi. Yeah. <laughs> yep. From now on. It saves so much time. Yeah. That one syllable over the course of... <laughs> but I'm tr- actually going to draw, draw jacuzzi oh. out mm. long enough to make it as long as if I had said jacuzzi. Sure. sure. Yeah. At least. However, yep. they look down and they kind of see the eyeball and they're like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And yeah, the monster pops up and... Kills them. Yeah, they're they're both done. I mean, he get he gets the claws in the chest, so he's got green goo popping out mm-hmm. all by his chains, and I don't think we really see much of her getting eaten, but it's just kind of it's yeah. implied. Yeah, yeah I think she, she was just done. kind of screams and backs up against the wall, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're cut away. Yep. So yeah, everyone's dead except for the kid in the house now. Yeah, he was locked in the basement. Well, yep. yeah, the bu- but he bunker. hears the screaming, and he has since like put explosive all around the door, and he's just like. Time to do this and blows the door, the hatch, <laughs> and, you know, runs out. And is this about the time that the older kids come home? Yeah. yeah. That Susie and OD yeah. show up. Because he's stalking through the house with the gun mm-hmm. and they come through the front door and he confronts them. 
Yeah. And he's also called the police again. Yes. Yeah. He, he's called the police again and said, it got mom and dad. The monster's still here. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the cops are like, you're you're going to be under arrest, young man. This is a horrible offense that you've done. <laughs> yeah. We're on our way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so they, they, they come in and he's holding them at gunpoint while... OD is basically just like, hey, little army dude, what, you know, what's your deal? And he's holding the gun on OD as he's talking. And as OD is talking back to him, he pushes the gun away, but not out of harm's way, just no. back over to the sister yeah. <laughs> and keeps doing it. He's just like, yep. hey, little dude, let's not <laughs> point that at me, point that at someone else. Um, but she is just not having any of this. She's just like, Sherman, you were the dumbest kid ever. Take your pill. Let's go see mom and dad right now. And they go over to the bedroom and throw open the door. Knock first. They knock first. Yeah. Because you, you trust me. <laughs> they yeah. grew up in this house. They, know, they don't they wait know very long. Yeah. No. These kids have. They've seen some shit. They've yeah. seen horrible, horrible things. <laughs> yeah. But so open the door and it's just four goopy heads. Uh, yeah, it, it, there's four heads across the bed, but underneath it's just rippling. The sheet is yeah. just undulating. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's so weird. And they're just like, "Okay, get out of here, mommy and daddy are doing their business." <laughs> or, 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 oh or, yeah, the, the sister is way more horrified than yeah. he, than he is because she understands the implications of everything. And she's like, "Oh, gross!" And well, I mean, I think it's it's somehow made worse that all the undulating is happening, and they're all four. Like, you know, they look like whatever, like the later seasons of a, of a, some sitcom with four people in it, mm-hmm. like when they just lay out side by side in the bed, yeah. you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. somehow worse because they're not mm-hmm. and sexually also, entangled. Their heads are coated in yes. that lube <laughs> and goop. <laughs> right. Yeah. That too. I mean, uh, I'm saying there's something more disturbing up. about the fact that they're just sitting in yeah, bed like normal people, yeah, but no, they're, uh, they're up still and undulating and goop is happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but right. the best but, part is Sherman is like, well, grandpa's missing too. And, and she's like, have you seen grandpa? And you hear like this sucking sound and then and then grandpa's head pops out from under the dead center between everybody between the parents yes right between the parents he's just like oh hey taking care of business over here (laughs) and she's just like oh my god this is the worst (laughs) (sighs) honeybee he calls her honeybee also yes taking care of business honeybee (laughs) Uh. (laughs) yeah but it's not long after they walk away from here that they oh, get accosted. Oh, yeah, they just shut the door and leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's they get accosted shortly after this. Mm-hmm. It's it's not long that the kid has to say, well, but monster. Yeah, I think they're going back to the to the uh, the prepper room. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it has teleported itself in there. Yeah, because they it basically comes out and attacks them from there. And or they're all in there and it comes out and that's when they get chased out of the room because they're like, oh, my God, because mm-hmm. that's when she finally sees that it is an actual monster because she's trying to put him back in there. Mm-hmm. And that's when they all they're all freaking out and running and they all get out of the room. Yeah. And uh, O.D. basically gets knocked over because he's like, dude. Yeah. And he tries to he tries to shield his face and just screams mm-hmm. as the thing comes down on him and he has a you know one of the leather gauntlet thing on his arm yeah. with with studs on it and the monster immediately recognizes this <laughs> and has a flashback <laughs> to a hand that's basically got the same type of glove petting him and feeding him and just being kind scratching to him it. under the chin yeah and it it stops it stops and it starts wagging its tail yeah 
And they're still kind of like, come on, get out of here. Yeah. And then uh, that's when he's basically like, hey, wait, I get it. You remember that movie about the space alien? <laughs> Made you cry like, like a butthole. butthole. <laughs> yeah. He pulls... So, okay, I don't know. He pulls out a package from his jacket. Mm-hmm. And is it just... Does he, Is he just carrying sausages? I or? couldn't tell if it was like supposed to be a little tiny chocolate bar, or if, but it looked like a fucking sausage. It looked like he was holding a fucking hot dog. Yeah. yeah. Like just, just, it just are you a, sure? a pack of five hot dogs in a cigarette pouch of some kind. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It yeah. was it was a maybe gross it was round. more lizard tail jerky. <laughs> I, th- I think maybe he bought that outfit from Frank Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Just came with sausages at the ready. <laughs> yeah, but so it's opening its mouth and he's kind of slowly he's reaching like, forward. It, but then there's like dude. this suction and yeah. they're kind of, and it's kind of shaking for a second and then it sucks the pack out of his hand mm-hmm. and gobbles that, mm-hmm. which establishes the you know tongue sucky power that it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cut to I knew a girl with a tongue sucking. <laughs> Cut to yeah. them in the living room, and they've just taken a pile of just all the frozen food. microwave trash food yeah. everywhere. And they're like, Monster Dude, food. Yeah. They're it's trying to good for you. They're trying to make it understand what food is. Yeah. Food. And if they eat a he OD like takes out a pizza and just takes a bite of it. Yep. And then it's kind of like, here, eat this, and tosses it at him. And it doesn't it, really want the food. It's well. It I think it eats some. It eats but, some, but, but then it's not happy. But for it some, it, yeah, it it's, doesn't isn't want the, the fried chicken. It, like there's something it gets to, and I think it was like something that had a plate with fried it, chicken. It on. really doesn't want any of it. Oh. They, they're all eating things. They're like, see, food, and it's mm-hmm. like it finally goes for it, and then it's just like, nah, oh. fuck this, and basically flips the table, and all this shit goes flying, and this piece of chicken, OD catches it. Yep. And at, and just as the scene fades out, he just takes a bite out of it. Yeah. Like, all right. I guarantee you that was John Grease. Just <laughs> like, have been. like that. Okay, that happened. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've been shooting for 12 hours. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so this just becomes like, okay, monster, this is music. Let's listen to some tunes. These are the best things mm-hmm. that America, or the humans have ever built. And it was one of the sweet old school CD players yeah. that was like the flip front mm-hmm. that loaded it. Sanyo's first CD player, as a matter of fact. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Highly yeah. sought after by collectors yes. for its sound quality. <laughs> Brought to you by I've IMDb. read the trivia, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they turn it on, and it's on easy listening, and the thing kind of digs it, and they're like, no, dude, that'll rot your brain. Yeah. He's like, this is my band. <laughs> he pulls out a cassette, puts it in. And, like, doesn't even let it play for a second before he's like, isn't this rad? Yeah. Well, it gets, like, the first guitar wail. He's like, this is awesome, Yeah, and he's just guitar, air guitaring all over the place. Well, he's been doing that entire movie, too. Yes. Yeah, just whenever he has an idle moment, he's just... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the monster doesn't like this music. No. Smashes smashes. Yeah. So they're like, "Uh, okay, monster dude, let's watch TV. Yeah. (laughs) After food, music, TV is the greatest invention. (laughs) So they turn it on and... It, it, they're just flipping around. It's it's Medusa yeah. stuff, and yeah, and it's kind of interested. And then is this when the no the cop comes to the door later? Um, yeah, I think well, I, well, they, they all make a pact that they're like we're gonna because the girls like we're gonna make a million dollars off right. this. Well, the, yeah, because they've been trying to like the, 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 while it's watching TV, they're each stepping in front of it, going my name's this, mm-hmm. and like the monster is going oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, dude, yeah, you can talk. All right, <laughs> and then like eventually, like the TV f- does its 
change the channel on its own and it flips over to the alien guy talking and he's basically like people of earth you know i want to warn you and everything and he gets to a new part that we haven't heard yet mm-hmm. where he's like the slightest little thing could set this thing off and he's just we call it the hungry monster and it's just gonna eat and and basically mm-hmm. it sees this thing as like flashbacks that's the guy that zapped me and mm-hmm. goes nuts yeah yeah but they've had this deal where they're like we're gonna make a million bucks off mm-hmm. of it they argue back and forth about who's who's possession the monster yeah. is but then they decide to they get over it. that real quick but then they decide okay it needs to be on tv yeah and, oh that's right yeah right. and we didn't yeah. mention that the kid had called uh medusa mm-hmm. who did not believe him that there was a monster no because he was doing his same monster and yeah. grandpa and she was just like ah kid get out of here mm-hmm. but um yeah. yeah so they they call her again just as the show is ending mm-hmm. well yeah she's basically crawled back into her coffin and told people to have wet nightmares <laughs> yes she draws out the ending of her show for a good 20 yeah. seconds. Um, but yeah, so it just cuts to like, you know, cut print, you know, and she's mm-hmm. like, ah, this is the worst. Get me out of this thing. And it's like one assistant yeah. comes running in. And- Never loses the headgear, though. No, no. But she's been wearing like this. It's it's almost like this negligee type thing. All I know is like it is the push up bra thing of push-up bra things because it has sucked up all her this skin. woman is well endowed <laughs> and it, they've just made like a shelf out of her boobs with whatever this outfit is it's absurd because the, the grandpa <laughs> when he first saw her on the tv he's like look at those hooters <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> so they, they've done that but then the thing is like when she's dressed in an outfit differently after that she's still got the same like push-up thing going on mm-hmm but she does but the, like I'm no longer in my character and like get me a brew and some yeah, smoke yeah. and eh. yeah yeah a, a Heineken which they've had a Heine. Heine's shown earlier which yeah. the product placement did kind of just yank me right out of this Absolutely. movie's reality yeah. but really you did. know and then when Heineken <laughs> showed up again near the end I was like oh this will not do no, go to I, I can't believe <laughs> label out and everything is fucking offensive I mean it was just come on yeah yeah I really have a headache here try this. <laughs> <laughs> Little, little yellow, yellow different. different. <laughs> they um, but yeah. So it's she's but just yeah, like so they, uh, you know, come see the monster, and she's just like nah. And then, but she tells her the address. Yeah. Well, Susie gets on the phone, and she's yeah. like, uh, but it's a party, and it's a fun party. Which mm-hmm. I, how is that in any way? Like she was immediately dismissive of party. Who cares? And then she was like, oh, a fun party. Well, mm-hmm. I'm on my way. Then mm-hmm. <laughs> I will be right there. So yeah, yeah. she is now on her way. When she gets there, she's pretty much trashed. Yeah. Yeah. But the first, but, part, yeah, like immediately after they hang up the phone, the doorbell rings. and They're like, that can't be her already. Mm-hmm. And they go to the door. Oh. <laughs> Susie goes to the door because she's gone to the door for every time the door rings. Yes. yes. Yep. And uh, it's, it's a, cop a cop who just, I have a warrant for the arrest of Sherman. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because he did. He, he was like, he did call him an asshole or something. He he dropped one of the one of the small bits of swearing well, I believe he did yeah 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 and that was like oh, b- 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 what but yeah <laughs> arrest yeah i got yeah. a warrant but meanwhile me you know the monster's going nuts yeah and and od eventually is like dude calm down shut mm-hmm. up and you know backhands it and enemy is like no you're not doing that nah. and tongue shoots out sucks his face yes we're all disappointed that od is dying melts him and yeah is melted down mm-hmm and that's when the kid runs out and the cop's like, that's your, your Sherman. Yeah. I'm going to arrest you. And, the, and kid, the kid's like, nope, prepper room. Go. Well, no, the kid, like before he, he's like, hold on a second. And then just grenades the other room. Yes. <laughs> and the cop is just like, hey, wait, <laughs> wait grenades. I'm pretty sure you can't do that kid. But he, yeah, he runs off to the prepper room. 
<laughs> but yeah, the the cop like turns around and and watches him down the hall, and then it's all smoky behind him, and he turns around and and monster eats him as well. Well, it eats his it eats his gun hand. Yes, he, he empties his six shooter into it. And then it basically grabs his hand. And then when he pulls his hand back, he's like missing his fingers. Yeah. He's like, oh, and then. But then he's turned to goo. Yeah. Then he's gooed. He's just nothing but a badge and handcuffs and mm-hmm. goo. Yep. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's when the kids come out in the, of the prepper room again because they're ready. And, and what he's been doing is he's been smashing TVs. Yes. As he's been going. And he's told her, we got to suit up. It's time to, to nuke the house. Basically, mm-hmm. he's getting all the explosive stuff together. Yeah. And did, we, he, did we even mention that John Grease, her OD, gets at? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah the thing came out and ate okay. his face. Yeah. yeah. But so they go, they're stalking through the house, mm-hmm. and they get to the jacuzzi room where it is just hanging out in the uh, 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit hot tub. <laughs> in the jacuzzi. Yeah, in, in the jacuzzi. <laughs> watching just TV. Just watching, uh, I, I should have looked up what movie it is, but we've all seen the clip of it where it's like the UFO is it's crashing the, into... David Earl still... Is it? Is it still, right? Is still? Yeah, well, still. where the UFO crashes into like the Washington Monument and yeah. then Congress, and and it's loving this, mm-hmm. you know, watching people get smashed by buildings. And, yeah. yeah. It's got both of his hands mm-hmm. up in the air, just like, woo, yeah! <laughs> yeah, so the kids are trying to sneak... The kid tries to sneak by, and he doesn't really tell the sister his plan, Mm-mm. but he's just... She's like, just be quiet. Yeah. And... Eventually, he's, it, the room is coated in goo, so he slips and, like, knocks something against the wall, and the monster's like, <laughs> and he's like, hey, monster buddy, yeah, how's it going? And then it <laughs> tentacles out his arm and is yanking him in, and he's like, throw the remote into the jacuzzi. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls out a knife and is just slicing this oh, tentacle yeah. off his leg, which is goo is spurting out of that, and... Susie comes and just grabs the remote, and as soon as he gets free, she just tosses it in the pool, mm-hmm. and you know, electrocutes yeah. the thing. Yeah, and they run out of the room mm-hmm. like should. Yeah, and they get into the living room again, mm-hmm. and the TV's on. Yep, and it's our friend, the uh, the guy, the the alien guy who's been given the warning. Yeah, and all the multicolored lightning comes out, and Poofar. yeah, and that son of a bitch appears. In the living room. In a spacesuit. And he's like, human children, do not harm me. <laughs> yes, he does. He basically says that. But he's, he's, it's much more dry than that. He's, just, he's like, hey, yeah. human children. <laughs> yeah, he's very chill. He's yeah, not he's like, like an ambassador. He's, he's like, he's, do not shoot me. <laughs> I will not harm you. He's kind of like, um, oh, f- fuck. I just forgot that, that dude's name. Um, mm-hmm. Monk. Who the fuck is Monk in the TV show? Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub in uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, yes. But okay. in the middle of like everything's blowing up and he's just like, hey, uh, they said if you don't slow down, things are going to blow up. Yeah. yeah. And he basically info dumps on them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're like, what the hell? What is it? He's like, well, here's the deal. We keep these things as pets. And he's like, they're actually kind of cute and cuddly when, yeah. you know, before they mutate. Sometimes they mutate. Yeah. But when they yeah. mutate. We convert them to energy and beam them to the far ends of the universe. Yeah, that's a good it, idea. It's a pretty Sorry good waste that. disposal thing. <laughs> yeah, and and she's like, well, how do we? It it ate our parents mm-hmm. and our and our grandpa, and how do we get them back? And he's like, well, we could probably, if I can take it alive, we can pull their DNA out and we can recreate them. And they're like, well, what? We don't want cloned parents. He's like, no, it would be them actually. Like we would pull them out. Yeah. And they're like, all right, good. Well, he's like, I just have to shoot it with this gun and 
will be will be able to take it back. And also, they'll have to live in a special aquarium. Yeah, for the special rest aquarium the yeah. rest of their lives. <laughs> and they're kind of like, oh, that's not very good. Mm-hmm. But then. You mean a special uh, jacuz? Yeah. All right. <laughs> jacuz. Meanwhile, yes. Medusa has had her chauffeur bring her there. Mm-hmm. And she's stumbling out of the car. And she sees all the parked cars. Yeah, in front, she's and like, she's oh, just like, oh, it must be a party. This must be a fun party. Yeah, yeah because there's there's the cop car with the lights still on. Mm-hmm. There's the satellite dish guy. Yep. There's there's the... Both the parents drove a Yeah. yeah. And, and OD's badass car. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. We didn't even talk about his car with his fucking OD's awesome Mustang paint with job. the skull thing uh, on the hood yeah and the shackles yeah like yep. the shackles <laughs> on the oh, so good but yeah so she comes into the house and is just like oh no you don't you son of a bitch i'll save you kids and she s- swings a purse or something at the spaceman mm-hmm. cracks his helmet to which immediately he goes no the pressure it's uh-oh and the kids are like wait no 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 and his fucking head explodes in the thing like a gremlin in a microwave yep and the kids are like he was only hoping you just killed him. I love when it hits the ground and Sherman is like, don't die, alien man. <laughs> and she kind of shakes him a little bit. His head has yes, already exploded. But shaking the corpse a little bit to where like the remnants of his head are shaking around inside the, the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> don't die, alien man. Yeah. And immediately that the monster busts through the wall like the thing at the end of Evil Dead 2. Yeah. And it's just like... Rawr. And everyone, I guess, is getting sucked towards it. That's the implication: yes. is that it is sucking yeah. them. Yeah, they do in. a bad job of sort of because the kid grabs it, the gun and he can't seem to shoot it at all. Yeah, like it just doesn't work. And Medusa is just like, "What are you doing? Shoot the damn thing!" And then he finally does get off a shot, but the suction power has mm-hmm. thrown off his balance, and um, yeah. everyone dies. Well, well it, it sucks. <laughs> the kid. We see the kid getting slowly sucked into it, and it basically fades to black. Yeah, yeah, as he gets sucked towards its mouth. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, what happened? And yeah. then it's, cut to it's it's Medusa's limo driver assistant guy. It's Dawn. Outside yeah, in the he, morning. He's, you know, racked out in the limo. Mm-hmm. And then you just see, like, the little, you know, mandible, whatever, pincher claw thing come up and, like, tap him on the shoulder and be like, let's get out of here. And it's yeah, like, take, half, take me back to the station. Half, yeah. of, half of Medusa head all goopy and everything. And yep. mm-hmm. credits. Yes. And then that. Shitty theme song again. Everyone dies. Yeah, that <laughs> shitty theme song that also probably still gets a Stargrove. It's hundred percent Stargrove. I will say this: I, I actually like the tune of the theme song, but there's something about the the singing and the. It's off key. The key is wrong. Yeah, and maybe just, that's deliberate to make you kind of on edge. But it's like, eh, it's off and it's nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Yep. This mm-hmm. is weird. Uh, since we're sort of at the end of the movie and we talk about our, our final thoughts, rarely have I flipped so much <laughs> in opinion going from when we walked into the studio to when we finished talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. I'm trying to reconcile those feelings now. Mm-hmm. Because I really loved talking about this movie mm-hmm. a whole lot more than watching it. Like, we had some technical difficulties watching this film. Yeah. I think it yeah. kind of threw us mm, off. Yeah, the sound was not synced up right, and we're yeah. not sure if it was the receiver or the Blu-ray or what, but Can't it, figure it out. we tried it on two different systems, and the sound wasn't entirely synced right, mm-hmm. so that's, yeah. that never helps. But there's some just real annoying shit in this movie. <sighs> like this, mo- th- th- I'll say this. If I had seen this movie when I was 13, 
Yeah. It would probably be one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> like I, I would still talk fondly about this movie because it's that kind of like, it feels aimed at that mindset almost. It's kind of like the way Sedaris movies are like full of sex and nudity, yet they feel strangely chaste. Cartoonish. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this cartoonish childishness to them. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a little bit of that in this, but it's got that combination of, oh yeah. And there's basically porn all over the walls. You know, there's like, <laughs> yeah. there, there's illustrated porn everywhere yeah. in this house. This could have never aired on television ever. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. There's literally no <laughs> TV edit will ever make this a TV edit yeah. of, you know, a, a, a broadcastable version of this movie. Yeah. Despite, you know, the lack of swearing and the lack of nudity and just all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, a friend of the podcast, Cal, in the live stream chat mentions that it's discordant like the B-52s, but spooky. And that is, like, mm-hmm. that yeah. is really, really, really accurate for mm-hmm. me. Like, I like the B-52s in general, but they are bombastic in a kind of annoying, like, almost too annoying way. Mm-hmm. And that is that is the way this that movie is. That is the Terror Vision theme song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just but just this movie in general is mm-hmm. like that. It's just it's just everything is blown out. Like it's not. It's like the Rock Lobster B fifty twos. Like yes, the, like we're yeah. being intentionally weird and goofy, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. it's it's not commercially viable. It's yeah, it's weird oddness. Everything is done to that extreme. That's like, hey, look at how overacting is done. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. It's very broadly acted. Yeah, like yeah. super. I broad. mean, it's deliberate camp. Yes, is really what it is, and it's. I'm usually not comfortable with that, and that's what yeah. I think. I hated about watching it, but talking about it, well, it's because... got so many great fucking stupid elements in it. Yeah, that if it had been. If well, it wasn't so, if it didn't feel so intentional, then I think I would like it a whole lot. Like, I, I think if it was accidentally this kind of thing. I think what saves the campy acting is that there are lines that absolutely hit. They are mm-hmm. they are legit funny, and it doesn't matter how they're what the line read is. The line itself is funny as shit. Yeah, and there are I don't know a dozen of them mm-hmm. in the movie that are just like man, that is a quotable line. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I. it works for me because it stays, it doesn't break its wavelength. <laughs> it kind of, it finds its area and it's like, all right, we're keeping this. Like, like, we're not, you know, we're not suddenly being all serious about anything and we're not suddenly being like, I, I don't even know, like too goofy, but I mean, this movie's pretty goddamn goofy. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think it keeps its wavelength consistent and I... I had a lot of fun with this. Like, like you just, this is the kind of stuff that we say, like they don't make shit like this ever, like anymore, but they don't make shit like this ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is like its own unique thing. Yeah. I mean, and, empire didn't make stuff. I mean, they made some weird shit from beyond and reanimator are some weird ass movies, but yeah. they're nothing like this. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of got a little bit like bad channels is probably the closest analog to it. I'd say, which but, makes sense. Yeah. But this is a lot, better than bad channel. Absolutely. I think oh. this is, I I'm going three jocks cause I really, there's something here that I wouldn't mind revisiting at some point in the future. I mean, it's just, it's got a certain type of weirdness and much like bad channels. Like if you're not on that wavelength, you are going to hate this fucking movie. But if you kind of can lock into where it's going, I think there's a lot of fun to be had. Hmm. Um, I agree with you. Three jocks. 
I um I was probably at a two before we started talking about it, mm-hmm. and then just the just putting everything together that was like real dumb, real stupid, and real fun in this movie. I'm like, yeah, that's probably better than a two. That's a three. Uh, I think what really sells this movie for me is that it does kind of have that moment where it breaks the wavelength of where they try to domesticate this thing Mm -hmm. and it becomes like an ET kind of thing where they're just like, you're our pet now. And it's just like, that thing just fucking murdered your parents and you're just like feeding it cake. Yeah, it becomes a messy Rottweiler in the house. (laughs) But they're they're not sure it murdered the parents. No, and that's what's hilarious because Sherman keeps his gun pointed at it the entire time they are doing teaching it music, teaching it to Mm -hmm. eat. He is constantly locked and loaded on this thing. Yeah, Like he is never committed to, you know, OD is immediately just like, cool, you're our dog now. Yeah, and I will say after it kills OD, they do find out that it killed the parents. They yes. do go in the bedroom and they right. lift the sheets and see more goo. Yeah, they're like, ew, because they, like, they thought the parents were alive because they were like, come on, let's go get mom and dad. And then just nope. a bed full of goo, yeah. which probably happens more often yeah. than, than not right. in that house. But uh, yeah, it's I, I admire what this movie is trying to do. And this was back when Charles Band had budget to kind of pull off what he was trying to do. Yeah, I like the monster. Yeah. I mean, you could tell it's just on a platform at some points and they're just mm-hmm. pushing it through the set. But fuck, I mean, this monster's in the entire movie. Y- you get to like demonic mm-hmm. toys and it's just like you see those things for four seconds and you're like, yeah. ah, come on, guys. But I mean, they they had the money to to pull off mostly what they wanted to pull off. And it's a unique looking thing. Mm-hmm. And it's huge. I mean, it's fucking huge. Yeah. Usually you don't get monsters that big because it's impossible to pull off in special effects. Well, you cover it with a bunch of goop and throw it in the jacuzzi. Yeah, but I mean, it's got a lot of moving parts. Yes. I mean, it's it's got, you know, at least three eyes and two appendages, and all of it is kind of pulsing. Undulating, and, yeah. yeah it's so. probably, it was probably two people in there, like one taking each arm and then like moving the mouth and yeah. the head and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody doing the eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. It's probably. But I mean, it. you know, there was a team making this thing yeah. work. So, yeah, I just, I, I. This is just one of those. It, it's a weird ass movie. I know it's not for everybody, but I just admire what it is trying to do. And it mostly pulls it off. But I do think like talking about it, just realizing how profane the visuals are. But the dialogue is almost wholesome. It's really strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just a weird dynamic. So if we hadn't talked about this for the first half, um, I would hate this movie. Mm hmm. Because I hated it walking in the studio door. I know. Um, <laughs> we could tell. <laughs> it's so weird how... I don't think it's ever happened before in nigh 400 episodes that I've that a discussion has swung me as far as it has, which is why I'm still kind of taken aback and I'm in shock. I'm not entirely sure what to rate it, but I kind of like it. Like I would have probably given it two or three bags when I walked in that door. I was like, ugh. Ugh, this is so dumb. <laughs> and it is still so dumb, but there's something like I didn't get why you guys were laughing the whole way through mm-hmm. while we were watching it. It just didn't nothing worked for me. But now that we explained it to you. <laughs> yeah, uh kind of. I, I don't know, I guess maybe. Um I don't know. Maybe just looking at it like being able to hear it from your perspectives. Um I don't know. It's probably somewhere in the neighbor. I'm I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two jocks. I don't know if I want to give it three necessarily. Maybe on a rewatch, but no, it's pretty good. It's it's again. There's that 
that grating overacting and maybe the you know maybe the out of sync messed with me just enough to make it incredibly grating for me but um this is also another one of those movies where uh, that you should probably put on in the background of your Halloween party. <laughs> like I know that I've probably mentioned a dozen of the movies we've watched are it's those kind genre. of movies. But yeah, <laughs> but it's it's one of those it's like visually fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like there's all sorts of colorful weird shit going on and at any moment you could turn and look at the TV and go, "What the fuck?" And, and you'd be like, yeah, I know, right? And maybe, <laughs> right. And maybe, like, hook somebody in and, and let them watch a few minutes of it before they get exposed to the full breadth of it. Um, but yeah, two jocks. It's, it's such a weird, such a weird swing for me. I'm, a, I'm stunned. I'm also going to echo the two jocks and I'm, I'm putting, hey. a little, I'm putting, I'm putting a little asterisk on it because I, I honestly think my rating would be higher. I honestly mm-hmm. do. Like, I actually might be in the three or four range um, because I'm going to say as a technical person, whenever there are technical difficulties, I get internally very angry. I do, too. And yeah, you were real pissed off in the beginning of this It pisses movie. me off because I can't, you know, fucking fix it when you're on a time schedule or whatever, you know. So it just it immediately put me in a foul mood. But like this movie, I think otherwise would have been very much my jam. Um yeah, so I'm I'm uh, like subject to go much higher. Like I need to I need to rewatch this movie with no problems. <laughs> so yeah. because several people in the chat I think have mentioned Stay Tuned. Um, yeah, I somewhat some some derogatorily I fucking love that little movie. I, I it's weird and it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there there is something about Stay Tuned is another one of those like intergalactic satellite yeah shows there's the whole genre of hey the satellite dish is fucked up right (laughs) and i mean like it's it's i i know just because you re-mentioned it in uh 31 and 31 but like there was something that like i don't know what was the first movie but videodrome was the one most people point to where Mm -hmm. like the world was starting to go like man this tv thing maybe there was something to like the whole thing that it'll rot your brain Mm -hmm. and like then it was like wait what if it really can and like this whole like tv yeah yeah this like TV like really taking over, you know, the world kind of became like almost like a little tiny subgenre, and um, you know, so like be it a comedy, be it this, whatever, I, I find it kind of fascinating, you know, almost laughable in a way, but mm-hmm. still like this one just kind of like was that tongue in cheek look at that, like yeah, we're gonna do that and we're gonna we're gonna do our best, but also like we, it's also kind of stupid and silly. We know that, yeah, you it's know. a big puppy mm-hmm. dog monster, right? <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I just, uh, I liked it. I th- I think I would like it more if I wasn't like in that tech yes. mode. Yeah, that sort of subconscious, you know, subconscious annoyance at things being, at your visuals and your audios mm-hmm. not, not matching up must have, must have been something. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird though. Yeah. Anyway, Terrorvision. You should watch it. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, Put it take... on at your Halloween party. Let's take a break, shall we? Okay.
All right, and welcome back. Hey, hey. Bamcast, second half, half number two. Two halves. All right. Yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about some movies. We yeah. are. We have movies to talk about. We've all mm-hmm. seen movies. I have seen movies. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Fucking red letter day here. <laughs> Man, so who's who's going first? Who wants to talk about what? Well, if three of us have seen new new movies, a movie you rewatched it. Yeah, Mackie and I yeah. saw it for the first time, so we should probably talk about Baby Driver. Baby okay. Driver. Yes. Baby Driver is a hell of a movie. Baby Driver. <sighs> I, Baby Driver is the movie I've had in my head for years, down to gunshots being timed to the music that's playing. Mm-hmm. There are like a dozen things that are in that movie that I'm go, oh fuck, he actually did them before I could get to do them. Yep, and I'm sure there's been. I'm sure somebody will email and be like, well, actually, in this movie they timed it to the gunshots, but whatever. Like <laughs> it, but like, all of that put together. Yeah, like we talked about in the past. Like Edgar Wright seems to make movies for. Us. us like he is on my wavelength at least that thoroughly that things that i've never seen before in movies that i've had in my head and been like i'm gonna put that in a movie mm-hmm. he's gone and done them yep and like i i yeah that movie's great oh thank god i loved everything about that. <laughs> well, like like it's one of those like the first that five minutes i've been sequence, holding my breath for four months yeah, yeah but like the that five minute sequence with bell bottoms in the very beginning is like holy fuck mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I, I know, like I the spike strip thing is. I know, still just like you just you watch that movie. I've ever seen. Like, yeah. like I just it was one of those things where I was just like, this movie's gonna have to do a lot to lose me by the end of this because then it it immediately goes into that long take of him just dancing in the streets being a dork, and it's like, okay, yeah, you, you got me. Like, like you you would have to burn so much goodwill by the end of this ten minutes for me to not love this movie. That luckily they don't. Yep. The ending doesn't go where I really thought it would. And there's obviously some things that like character wise, I'd be like, Kevin Spacey would not put up with this shit. <laughs> like like if, if he was the actual guy that he's supposed to be, like there is a lot of shit that happens in that movie that he'd be like, nope, not putting up with any of that bullshit. He does kind of become movie good guy because the movie needs him to at mm-hmm. one point when, yeah, his character would have been like, no, this you're fucking up my operation. Yeah, there well, are a <laughs> lot of things that Kevin Spacey's character in particular would be like, nope, we're done with this. Yeah, yeah. But let me let me just say that it's to me, it's a movie that only gets stronger in a second viewing. Mm-hmm. And I think I only noticed more things that to the point that there's there's super subtle acting things that he does that kind of tip his hand that he's going that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think he is mostly in the, I feel like he's been doing this shit for a long time mm-hmm. and he's like run through or killed every fucking bank robber type person. And he's at the, like, I think he's literally like close to wanting to retire because he can't find any more reliable people. And that's why he has all these fucking psychopaths and dipshits working mm-hmm. for him at this point. And he has a serious shine for baby. And that's why a psychopath, right? Because like, you know, he's like, he, you know, more or less blackmailed him into doing what he wants him to do. And like, he's like, I genuinely, genuinely want this kid to do well. Mm -hmm. And whereas everyone else is like, oh, you fucking annoy me, but you're, you're, you're means to the end. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's just, like I said, there's, there's little things like, obviously he's obsessed with cars. He has his little matchbox car collection that he Mm -hmm. sets up everything with. Like, I, I just, there's like a kindred spirit thing there. Yeah. Um, did you notice like in the in the dancing down the street sequence that all the graffiti is basically the lyrics mm-hmm. of the song? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like good stuff yep. like that. Yeah. Yep. And I love the idea of having um 
It gets a little out of sync by the end. Like, yeah. They didn't film it perfectly. I noticed mm-hmm. that second take. Close enough. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. But. I, mean, I mean, the editing, I can't imagine editing this movie. Mm-mm. I cannot comprehend how they edited this movie. Two times, so many things. Because this movie is all about rhythm. Yep. Like, there's so much rhythm to so many sequences there. Do you have to have, like, just such a strong vision of what you want out of the gate? Like before you even yes. start. Oh yeah. I absolutely. mean, you have to know yeah. exactly what but, you I mean, want like, like before gun, you start filming, filming it. The yeah. gunshot stuff that happens near the end when it's like, when shit's just gone completely wrong and mm-hmm. John Hamm's going nuts. Like there's so much like, like there is a, a chaotic scene, but like every shot they fire is timed mm-hmm. to beats from yeah. the, what I can't remember the songs playing. Like they, they, it's like one of those overwhelming sequences where you're like, Oh my God, <laughs> But, like, to time that stuff is such precise filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Like, either you do it right there or you had to do CG tricks to get it right. But it feels more like they actually filmed it to get it right and mm-hmm. got the timing of the shots right and everything. Well, like, the editing directions had to have been in the shooting script because there were there would have been no way to put it all together in the editing room. You well, would have had to. Just storyboarding and animatics, yeah. maybe. Because, yeah. I mean, like, the the choreography of this movie alone, in, in all of its forms, is, I mean, I was getting nervous halfway through this film just being like, the amount of coordination that had to go into this, every moment of this is making me really nervous. You're like, afraid everything's just going to come crashing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I, not only did they pull it off, but it's amazing. It's not just like, oh, that's cute. No, it's fucking amazing. And... Because, like, when it was over, I could see, like, someone coming into this or having sat through it and said, I don't really see what the big deal is. And if you're in a slightly lousy mood, I can see you going, ah, fuck this choreographed nonsense. The movies are dumb. Mm -hmm. I get that. I could see someone being totally wrong and saying that because they were in a bad mood and this movie pissed them off. I get that. But if you are in any way a person who loves things... This <laughs> this is a thing that you should love because it's like proof that movies can still be good, that movies can do a premise that you've seen a million times and put little spins, not just not just the choreography and stuff like that, but little spins on the details of the plot and have it be something completely fresh and interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not just heat again. It's not just, oh, here's a crew and one guy's crazy and it all falls apart and oh well, what will these two star you know, cross lovers do at the end or anything like that. Every little thing that happens has almost some kind of logical reason for happening. Mm-hmm. Some backstory moment, some kind of well, something. And characters are smart and don't do dumb movie shit. Mm-hmm. Like when they're at the diner and she knows something's wrong, yeah. she doesn't give it away. Yeah. Like, like a real person would be like, something's wrong here. And mm-hmm. they would play along, mm-hmm. you know, whereas in movies they would go, Hey, yeah. Why are you pretending you don't know me? You know, like dumb shit like that. And mm-hmm. there's, it never resorts to anything like that. And I, I also just love that his, uh, basically he lives with his foster father who is deaf, Yeah, you know, and there, there's a whole nice synergy with that as far as, you know, the whole having to listen to music all the time thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because I when love he, those scenes with him because you just don't see a character like that in ninety nine point nine percent of movies. Yes, and like when he was dancing, and they don't around, subtitle it. Yes, exactly. Well, when he was 
like dancing around after he met the girl mm-hmm. and the dude is just like god what are you doing and then he just reaches over and feels the speaker and then he's like oh yeah <laughs> so mm-hmm. i'm with you now and it's just like man that is just such a a little moment that you don't get in anything ever it's like this movie is so many little moments with so much big shit happening at the same time and just to have like all all the stunt work for the most part be practical mm-hmm. like m- almost all of the stunt driving and everything is, is real life stunt driving that's awesome and then this movie being so like atlanta centric like to the point where when he gets the job at the pizza place i'm like that's the one across the street from the varsity that we go to every year um <laughs> and he answers the phone like they yeah they take your order at yeah i mean like they really they didn't just film in atlanta they were like this is an atlanta movie and they used the the just the details of the city to its its betterment, mm-hmm. really. So I don't know. It's Except just, he never really gets stuck in horrible traffic. Yeah, he seems to be once. fine at that part. Yeah, <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> avoid two eighty five. Yeah, yeah. I, it's 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 an incredible achievement. Like when that movie ended, I was just like, man, movies are awesome. I'm so glad I love movies. So. Yeah, I, I like I said, like that. It, so much of that movie is the movie I wanted to make. And he made it better than I would have. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. I mean, I will say, so I trailers have started doing this to where they're cutting the trailer to whatever trailer song they're using. I'm guessing that trend started after this movie came out mm. or around. I mean, because, you know, I've been like Atomic Blonde does it and yeah. a couple of the trailers. And when I see it in a trailer, I'm like, come on, guys, not every trailer needs to do this. Mm-hmm. But. It didn't bother me in the movie. Well, also, just get ready. I think the new trend is uh, Run the Jewels in trailers. Oh, yeah. I saw back-to-back trailers with Run the Jewels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw the, the the first Black Panther trailer, and then the um, Suburbicon uses oh, it, yeah. uses the mm-hmm. DJ Shadow Run the Jewels thing. So. Yeah. From Baby Driver. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Baby Driver is great. It is. Absolutely. It really is. I need to watch it like a hundred times. Yeah. It's Looks- good. Looks awesome in 4K. Mm. I bet that's it how, does. That's how it I watch it. Looked awesome in plebe HD. Also, I know. Well, I know. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, like in my welfare were, 1080p. There, no, I'm just saying there, there was a lot of like good detail stuff. Oh, I bet. I yeah. 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 Great movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. Um. Well, before you talk about the next one, mm-hmm. this uh, this is again. This is going to sound like a stupid ad or something like that. But I just I'm going to say it because. I think it's getting play, but I don't know if like everyone's heard about it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, I want to talk about movies anywhere. Okay, which started life as Disney movies anywhere, and then ah. became a generic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if yeah, you, we don't get paid for shit, by the yeah, way, yeah, we're not. I'm, this is just I'm. This, this is, is the thing we like. This yeah, is this just is, to help you with your movie collection. Yeah, this is kind of fucking awesome, and I I hope I hope like everything does this. Like I want digital purchases for anything to take note of how this is how you do it. Um, so basically Disney started this thing and it was like, basically like, Hey, you can buy a movie on here and you will also get a copy on iTunes, you know, like just mm-hmm. one purchase, you get it both places, whatever. Um, and their, their whole basic notion was we don't want it to be just our shit. We want everyone to get on board with this. And they've basically done that with a, a few exceptions of, mm-hmm. of some, smaller and and or lesser studios like Lionsgate, Paramount or and then like lots of other like small studios are yeah. not on board, but the major ones are. Mm-hmm. Here's what you do, like you sign in and you link your iTunes, Google Play, 
Amazon and Vudu, which gets you your ultraviolet library. Yep. And it gives you a copy across all of them. Mm-hmm. And the good thing there is, is like, no longer is it like, oh, I got a digital copy on this, but eh, I don't even really use that platform. Now it doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So Plus, like, I, I can't tell you how many times like a movie has been on sale, like on Google Play. Like, oh, they're having the sale, 99 cents movies and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, like fuck. What, yeah, what am I going to do? What am I going to watch mm-hmm. Google Play things on? I don't have a thing. So, <laughs> but it just pops into, you know, everything else. So does it cost any money? No, no. no. Oh, because I've got like $40 in Google Play credits. I can finally oh, put shit. to use. You yeah. should do it. Yeah. And they also gave you a few free movies. Five, I five free movies. Yeah. yeah. Like, and not like particularly shitty ones. I mean, yeah, they like... gave me Ghostbusters 2016, mm-hmm. Ice Age, Lego Movie. And Big Hero Jason 6. Bourne and Big Hero 6. Yeah. Oh, I already had Jason Bourne, so. Okay. That's oh, well. Yeah. Oh, God, why would I buy it? So, <laughs> anyway, but I mean, like I said, th- there's no tie, no reason. Yeah. I'm just, this is fucking awesome, and it, like, fixes everything for me. But like, another good thing about it is, like, I've had standard F digital copies mm-hmm. in one service. When they transfer over to another service, they are now in HD. Yep, and iTunes is little magic. If it's in 4K, here's a 4K. Mm-hmm. Works with this as well. So, mm-hmm. all I'm saying is like, whatever your platform of choice is, you can get everything there now, and it it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Anywho, that's why 4K thing. It sparked me watching some 4K movies as I disc to digital and other ways to get them now. Mm-hmm. Um, so watch Baby Driver, but then I also watched what you're about to talk about. Yeah, and I'll just chime in. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh yeah. Talk about another movie that generates a lot of goodwill in its first 10 minutes for me. That one, it, it's it got a fantastic cold open that somehow like gets you amped up just in like the five minutes. And that must be just Michael Keaton doing his thing really, really well. But then they have... I mean, I almost don't want to spoil it, but I will anyway. Um <laughs> The first five minutes after the Marvel logo is basically Spider-Man filming his own scenes from Civil War <laughs> and like narrating stuff to the camera like, and like getting picked up by Happy to be taken to yeah. Germany and everything. And yeah. then like they have him hiding behind a dumpster going, dude, that's Captain America over there. <laughs> and then you hear him shout, yo, Underoos. And he goes, oh, I got to go. And, you know, and then it cuts to him like he's laying on the ground. He's like you're not going to believe this shit. And then you see Ant-Man stomping around behind him in the background. It's just like giant man. It's is he like whatever. filming it on his phone. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. It nice. like, it's, it's a really, really, really great way to kind of just throw you into that movie, but also give you the stuff that you needed to know from the last one mm-hmm. if you hadn't seen it. But yeah, from there on, like, you know, I've complained about the Harry Potter movies being, you know, there's not enough school in the later ones and it's all action stuff. Mm hmm. I think this one has the balance that I was looking for where it's like, it legitimately is like, I got to save the world, but I also have a test, you know? And it's kind of like, <laughs> and they do a good job of giving him reason to give a shit about both things mm-hmm. and continually having to make choices between them. And that's probably because his best friend, Ned is like one of the best things ever. I love Ned. Ned is great. Ned is the best thing they could have done for this movie. And I love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. That's basically the, I mean, you just mentioned Ant-Man. He's the Michael Pena of this movie. Like, he's the little sidekick friend guy who's just like, yeah, you, you kind of tie this whole movie together. Mm. You know? Anyway. Yeah. And and he serves narrative purpose at times. Oh, yeah, 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 no, no, like, no, no. Yeah. It's not like he's just kind of like there to be your Greek chorus character. He's, 
you know, he has things to do in the movie. And yeah, I, I just, the, I didn't mind the Iron Man stuff in it either. Like I didn't mind the Marvel universe tie in stuff. Cause it makes sense that, you know, it's basically, they're trying to track down the pieces of the stuff that happened during Avengers one, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how this guy's made his money is, you know, finding these things and making weapons out of them and that sort of stuff. So it's kind of like one of those, all right, here's how people have tech that they shouldn't have things that that movie continues to reap benefits for that whole series. But it's also nice because it doesn't become a Marvel movie where it's like, oh my God, Spider-Man has to literally save the world. Like they're gonna, there's a nuke that's going to fall on New York City and he's the only one who can stop it. You know, there's none of that bullshit. It's mm-hmm. very much like, no, it's it's just this smaller, way more self-contained story. Yeah, just, he's just on a manhunt. For one guy, and if he, even if he gets away, it's yeah, not and he the doesn't end of the even world. really understand why he's yeah. doing it. He's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well, this is like it, well, it's like he stops muggings and stuff. He does like the Spider-Man thing in the beginning, and it's right. you know, but he's also like, well, this guy's doing bad stuff, so I got to stop it because I'm Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's kind of like that's the only thing that drives the plot is is him just being like, I, you know, I'm trying to do the right thing here. Yeah, there's also one thing I completely did not see coming that happens near the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, "Oh, you, oh shit!" It, like, it, which makes perfect sense once it gets there, but it's a really good reveal when they get to it. It is, but uh, yeah, I just I really enjoyed it. I I don't know what else to say. Really, I mean, it's it's the Spider-Man I was looking for. Yeah, um, things I'll chime in like I. I liked it when I saw it in the theater, um, and I I was absolutely right. This movie's action and st- stuff plays so much better on a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been a product of the theater I was in, too, but, I mean, like, the night stuff was too dark, and, like, just on, something about being on a big screen, it was just, it was just too hard to follow the action, mm-hmm. and it plays perfectly on a TV. Like, absolutely. Like, I was so much more impressed with the choreography and, like, understanding the movements, and I, mm-hmm. I could totally follow what was happening in all of it. Um, the other thing, and I'm sure I noticed, I noticed this the first time, but it just really even resonated more with me. I mean, Peter goes to Midtown Science High School. Like, it's not a regular fucking high school. It's like the School of the Arts. It's like, you're the really smart kids. Go here. Mm-hmm. Like magnet so, school. So it, it never made sense that, like, there was Flash Thompson from the comics. It was like, why would this dumb jock guy be at a science school like mm-hmm. and why would there be this kind of bully and the flash thompson in this is just like poser rich kid like yeah you know wants to be smart like he's not tough or anything like that it's just like he's the boisterous like peter sucks because <laughs> he sucks because he's better than me but and i'm not going to admit it but that's why he sucks mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and like that that just works so much better so it's just it's it's little things like that so anyway yeah i i i there are just so many side things in that movie that I really love. Like the kids that are playing chess when they're kind of sneaking around and the one kid knocks on the window. He's like, what are you guys doing? It's like, Oh, nothing. What are you guys doing in there? And he's like, chess. <laughs> you know, there's just like little things like that, that are just like little touches that make, that give everything more character. And just like, you know, people talked about, Oh, he goes into the bodega and there's a bodega cat in there, you know, and they talk about who has better sandwiches at which one, you know, there's just all that sort of stuff that, mm-hmm gives that movie the flavor that you want it to have. Yeah. Like, I, I think as I said, I came out of it. It was like, it was the most New York movie that was barely filmed in New York. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is, mm-hmm. like it is filmed in like Georgia and Canada and Atlanta. <laughs> it's like, it's all over the place and like barely any of it in actual New York. And yet it's 
the most one of the most authentic the most North, New York. Yeah, it's like the most New York feeling movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but really enjoyed it, and as everyone said, Michael Keaton's really great in it. Mm-hmm. It's funny because the the trailer for it was on the the Baby Driver Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and I had ne- I'd seen the teaser, but I'd never seen the full trailer before. Michael Keaton's in that trailer for maybe four seconds towards the very end, and you're I literally was like. Oh, right. Michael Keaton's in that because my wife was like, was that Michael Keaton? I mean, yeah, <laughs> there are other people I had forgotten, like looking at the cast list mm-hmm. that are in it, that are in small scenes that, you know, they're kind of obviously all right. We're, they're going to fit them into the sequel. But there, there are plenty of people I was like, oh, cool. That guy's in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, also, uh, just one last little thing. I, I don't know why I didn't. I mean, I I noticed it because you, you see it, but the costuming choice for Michael Keaton's villain so fucking good like i mean it's so subtle and awesome at the same time like it's just i i appreciate like when they're like somewhat true to comics Mm -hmm. but like you can't because they're kind of fucking stupid and they wouldn't Mm -hmm. work in the real world sometimes yeah Yeah. but like it was just like yeah we get it here's your real world analog you know Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's cool (laughs) that's all okay cool so bj Yes. You've been watching a lot of stuff. I have. Should I go through all four of my movies in a row? I will go in sure. chronological order. Yeah. Um, some of these takes will be quick um, in homage to yesterday's No Quarters Quick Takes. <laughs> uh, I have, There are a lot of like classic animated Disney movies, well, quote unquote classic now, um, that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. One of them is Mulan. Um, and in this uh, sort of movie watching group sort of thing everybody's like you haven't watched mulan we're watching mulan now and i'm like all right cool remind me to never say i've never seen mulan to those people <laughs> right well have you seen mulan no <laughs> I, neither have i really really um it's not bad well, it's, that's just the era of disney movies i fell out of them like yeah. hercules yeah. killed me like it was fucking terrible and i was like no more yeah late 90s were not good i'm not it might be good i'm not mulan's uh, pretty good yeah. um it's weird to have Eddie Murphy in a movie about Asian people, but... The Golden Child? <laughs> what? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> um, Sorry. Right. <laughs> but, like, in a in a movie that's just nothing... There are a lot of non-Asian people, like Harvey Firestein is one of the <laughs> oh one of the voices yeah. in Mulan. Oh, my like, God, Mulan! <laughs> oh, my God. Mulan! Okay. Is yeah. she a boy or a girl? I don't know. Um, basically. Uh... But it kind of works. Like Eddie Murphy is still has good comedic timing, even though he has fallen far from grace. Um, and Harvey Firestein's voice is just hilarious, anyway. Um, but Mulan is pretty good. It seems like it goes by really quick, though. Um, and I can see why all the true '90s hashtag true '90s kids always jam out on on the music, like. <laughs> Let's get down to business, and I'll make a man out of you. Are pretty good songs. Oh, like are we talking um, about fucking? Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. You'd you'd think by the title, but no, it's no. You said get down. Is that? <laughs> oh, I don't know if they fuck to oh. it. I don't know. It's <laughs> like that's weird. They might. I mean, let's get down to business to defeat those buns, hun. I can um, show you the world. But <laughs> they jam out, and uh, no, right. that might oh, be. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, the the music in Mulan is pretty good. I I enjoyed it. It seemed like I said, it seems like it goes by really quick. Like it just like 
It's brisk. It feels like a 60-minute movie, even though I'm sure it's somewhere in the... It's 85 minutes. 85 minutes? Okay, yep. so it is It is fast. Um, the next thing that I saw chronologically uh, was The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Ah, I was in the movie, yeah. and I was in the mood to watch a Wes Anderson movie the other day, and mm-hmm. I'm like... Let me pick one I haven't seen. I want some symmetry and colors and quirks. And there you go. And the, mm-hmm. that's that's why I was in the mood for a Wes Anderson. So you had not seen one. it before? I had not seen it before, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I wanted one I, I hadn't mm-hmm. seen. And that's the only one besides Moonrise Kingdom that was on Netflix, and I've already seen Moonrise Kingdom. Um, I think 10 years ago, I would have loved The Life Aquatic. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. remember when it came out, but... Um, while you're looking at that, I will give you my hot take. That's one of my least favorite of his. I'm with you. I don't like it. You like it at all? Oh, I, I saw it once in the theater and was just like, I might be over Wes Anderson. <laughs> no, I no, watched I, it a couple of years ago, yeah. and I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I just I didn't like it nearly as much as any of his others. I'm wondering if I am growing out of Wes Anderson movies, or mm. there's a there's a shitload of things I like in that movie. I just as a yeah. whole. Is where I. It kind of felt like someone trying to make a Wes Anderson movie. It was almost almost like this. I have to be quirky. Let's do Brazilian Bowie music, and Mm -hmm. it's like, come on. I really like the Brazilian (laughs) Bowie music. Yeah, I know, but it just just felt like here's a weird thing. You know, this is like what Wes Anderson would do, and it's like, oh, okay. But it took me is because yeah, I know (laughs) it worked for me because like first time seeing it, I was like, it took me like three songs where I went, wait, right, same here, yeah, because they didn't start with like the hits, you know, no, no. Um, ease you into that. 2004 mm-hmm. was uh, Life Aquatic. So, um, See, I think if I had seen it when it when it came out, I would have probably liked it a lot more. But it's just a little bit overloaded with the with the quirkiness, and I don't know. I I didn't dislike it. Yeah. It's just all right. That's okay. I've seen that now. I can I can move on. I know all the references, mm-hmm. so I'm good. I feel like I need to watch it again. Me too. Like because I liked the other. Like I loved um, Budapest Grand Budapest Hotel mm-hmm. and Rushmore. Like every time I watch that, I'm yeah. like, all right, I love Wes Anderson again. I want to watch everything Wes Anderson because this movie is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. My my Wes Anderson Hill that like no one seems to remember this movie. I fucking love the Darjeeling Limited. Oh yeah, I watched I, that I really do. And like that's the one. That, like ago. oh yeah, that's one of his too. Like that seems to be one of them. I'm like that one's fucking great. Yeah, I still haven't watched that one yet. Yeah, see? I, I feel like not a not a whole lot happens in Darjeeling Limited, no. but I really like it. Yes, yeah. it, it's just nice. But yeah, I, there's some weird things in in Life Aquatic that I feel like just overly quirky touches, like all the little stop motion animated animal things. Mm-hmm. Just I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't get those. But it's not bad. If you like Wes Anderson movies, you'll probably think this is okay at the very least. But um, I don't know. Mark, another one off of my Wes Anderson mm-hmm. list. And I guess I have to watch um, Grand Budapest now. I just have to go yes. find it somewhere. Yep. Um, the next one, I actually have to double check when this came out as well, because I'm bad at this. I watched Insidious, the same uh, movie group. We're going through spoopy movies. And... Um, they're like, we're watching Insidious. And I'm like, what? And they're like, we're watching Insidious. I'm like, huh? 
Is that a scary movie? They're like, oh, yeah. Were you kidnapped at some point? No. It just sounds weird. Were you just in a room and they were just, have you seen? And you were going, no. And they go, sit down. We're watching this. <laughs> I'll get Buckle the island up. fires. You get the eye drops. <laughs> right. BJ's well, watching Insidious. It's a it's a movie night thing that, that some people that I know are doing. And we're doing it through Rabbit, R-A-B-B dot I-T. Oh, right. Okay. Um, which is a little like sort of social watching platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's the real name for it or I'd. Maybe I just made something up, but so it's just you know we quote unquote get together via the internet to watch gotcha. movies, okay. um, and you know if I'm not doing anything on a Saturday night, I pop in and, and watch movies with them. So it's spooky movies time, and mm-hmm. so um, Insidious, yeah, Insidious is scary. Yes, um, I think I pooped both my pants and <laughs> someone else's pants. Um, so was the live chat just poop emoji back and forth? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Poop, and, poop um, emoji back and forth forever. <laughs> yes. A lot of it. <laughs> nice. Um, a lot of it was was nope, 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 nope. Is nope. that the one with the Darth Maul demon? Yes. Okay. Thankfully, that thing looks goofy as shit when you see it. Like <laughs> when you see it up close and personal, you're yeah. like, oh, pff, yeah, come on. Yeah, but. Everything surrounding it is scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, and of course, like it's like me and spicy foods. I'm not like a big spicy food guy, so things that are not that spicy are spicy as fuck to me. I'm not that much of a scary movie guy, so things that are maybe not that scary are scary as fuck to me. I guess, but that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I luckily I don't like carry those things over into dreams like i have to keep my lights on a little bit longer yeah before i go to bed just which is funny because i was about to like man i want to watch lights out so much <laughs> <laughs> i really do. i don't know what that is and i don't think i want to just the short i think would make you shit yeah the original short mm, yeah <laughs> um, it's like three minutes long it's i don't know there's there's something about s- some supernatural things that just does me the wrong way um well, that movie gets it. I mean, that movie yeah. does it right. Yeah, it's it breaks down towards the end. Yeah, um, it gets a little silly. I mean, that you the, can't see anything. I know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what happened the last ten minutes of that movie. It was dark. Things. It was dark as fuck. I don't know. The yeah. Well, so I'm not going to talk about the ending necessarily. Spooky and but dark. And there's there's a point where it stops, like. It stops caring about being a good version of what it's doing, and it's like, oh, well, let's just do the stupid shit. <laughs> let's just do stupid horror movie shit. And and that, luckily, is enough of a break for me to like take a breath and go, oh, all right, this is fucking dumb. No demons are going to leap out of the walls and like pull my eyeballs out. But you know Stick them up my butt. Yeah, they will. <laughs> just but, wait. Can you see the shit that I'm saying? Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, Insidious is spooky. Yeah. Um, I guess there are more Insidious movies. It's there James are. Wan. Two more. Uh, um, yeah. There are one or two more. Yes. Um, two uh, two uh, is also great. Three yeah. is like, it's not James Wan. It's someone else. Uh, it's a James wannabe. It's it's the guy. <laughs> it's someone else. It's the other Saw guy. It's Lee Winnell or whatever his name oh, is. Oh, Jigsaw. Yeah. Jigsaw Winnell. Yeah, that guy. Um, Carrie Elways. <laughs> 
So Insidious 2, spooky, good. Two Insidious is right, 3. 2 is right there in that universe of it's more Insidious. And 3 is like, hey, what about if we told this side story? And you're like, uh. <laughs> Insidious. <laughs> Cut him off. Shut off his mic. All right. <laughs> but yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I guess there's Halloween Horror Night shit that is based on Insidious yes. down at uh, Universal. It's also something to do with The Shining, and I'm like, motherfucker, why didn't I know this a month ago? Mm-hmm. I would already made plans. Oh, yep. I didn't. I didn't know that either. But um, my sister apparently now, like, my sister has never been a spooky movies kind of person, but her her boyfriend is big into horror movies, so they've been going the last few years to Halloween Horror Nights regularly, and there's all the all the wan things are are part of. Halloween Horror Nights right now. Um, And finally, to top it off, um, I watched a movie that is a quote-unquote horror movie that is also a new movie, but is not spooky at all. Okay. Any guesses? Boo, a Medea Halloween. (laughs) No. Oh. That's my guess also. Okay. Uh, I watched Cult of Chucky. Oh, yeah. I've seen a... Approximately 80% of one other Chucky movie. It's the one where the girl's in a wheelchair. Um, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. But um, the again, the movie night group was like, we're watching Cult of Chucky. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, how dumb can this be? And boy, is that movie dumb. Um, From my understanding, they have reigned in the dumb. Like, <laughs> like a couple <laughs> movies ago, it was real dumb. And they have somehow kind of brought it back to not being as dumb. It must have been outrageously dumb. I believe that is the case. Yes. Like I believe it just became like a cult musical fantasy bullshit nonsense. <laughs> well, the one I saw the bits of with the with the girl in the wheelchair was kind of spooky. Um I don't know which one. Like it was kind of creepy <laughs> in a in in a good way, but Cult of Chucky is just fucking bonkers. Um <laughs> it is Dumb as shit. Jennifer Tilly's in it, so hey, she's been there. Um, yeah, she's been the last few. She yeah. was the bride. Yes, yeah, right. of, of there of Chucky. But I mean, she's in it, and that's that's <laughs> yeah. good. I like I like Jennifer Tilly. Um, mm-hmm. But even though it is fucking dumb as hell, it's fun. <laughs> it really is fun. Um, it's garbage, but it's fun garbage. It's it's hashtag fantastic garbage. Yeah. You should watch it if you like dumb, fun, horror movie, slasher, gross sort of things. Chuck could probably recommend one or two. Yeah. But I'm wholly unfamiliar with the Chucky movies. Mm. Like, I have I saw the first three when I was a kid and have not seen any of the new ones. How so. many are there total? Six or seven? Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was not really a Chucky, Chucky person myself. Yeah. I love Brad Dwarf. I think that dude's awesome. So yeah. I need to go back and... Give, uh, that, give this movie some respect. So while we're talking sp- spooky movie, oh, were you not I, done? Oh, you more Chucky uh, stuff. No, you mentioned Brad Dorif. I did. His daughter is in Cult of Chucky. Fiona. Fiona, mm-hmm. and she does a really good Chucky laugh okay. at one point. That's just like her version of a Chucky laugh. That's really good. Okay. Um, her performance in Cult of Chucky is actually pretty good. Pretty fun. Good. So that's it. That's all I got to talk about, and I'll shut up forever okay. now. I just this is gonna be very quick. Um, while we're talking about spooky movies, uh, in my re uprising things to 4K and all of that funness, uh, I, I fired up Ghostbusters, original Ghostbusters, 84. 84 Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, just just to see what the 4K 
remaster was all about because that movie's gotten remastered so many times. It has. Um, I have seen that movie countless number of times. Somehow, I keep finding shit that I never noticed in that movie. Mm-hmm. I, There's I, a lot going on in that movie. Like, this was one of the best little, like, upstaging joke things that somehow I never noticed. When they were first in the hotel on their very first busting job, and the they get on the 12th floor, and the maid is coming down the hall, and they zap her with the proton packs, and basically, like, set fire to the cleaning cart. They're turned around, like, talking, like, well, what was she doing and everything? The maid is down on the floor spritzing with cleaner the fire that like there's a roll of paper towels that is on fire on the floor and she's just spraying like fantastic on it trying to put it out and i never fucking noticed that in my life never I've, seen that either it's fucking great i mean it's like here are three you know huge actors and just this you know <laughs> bit part player who's playing the maid is back there like upstaging these guys yeah. and they were probably fucking like great with it they were like that's hilarious we're not doing another take because i don't know if she was like they were like, have that shit burn and then do this. Or if it was just like, this shit's actually on fire and might burn the set down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it, it's just amazing to me. Like little things like that. I, I don't know if it, like the uprezzed help, you know, or what. I It's just like, I was like, how did I never notice it before? That is hilarious. You were probably paying more attention yeah. because you were really watching it. Yeah. Like, look at the 4K <laughs> of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like, that is so good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. When you've seen a movie enough times, yeah, you start you noticing can, everything. You can focus on the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's really it. I mean, like I said, it's just, I, it amazes me when, I mean, I can't even begin to count how many times. There were several movies that, like, when we first had a VHS player that we had, like, real copies of. Ghostbusters was one of them, mm-hmm. or shortly thereafter, you know, after they started selling things after E.T. Yes. Um, like, we had Ghostbusters. I think my mom had the big chill, which I watched once or twice, and was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say, like, maybe, like, Top Gun and Caddyshack. Yeah. It sounds about right. Like, yeah, I, we, there's we just, definitely had those. Yeah. I, I had just so many fucking times that I've seen these movies. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's just, it just always amazes me. Like, mm-hmm finding something new in a movie you've seen so many times i got one more movie all so right. real quick okay um how does ghostbusters hold up it's all fine yeah okay. i mean it's, it's, <laughs> it's good. all fine here Are you... i mean the, the... i vaguely remember like somebody was talking i think maybe sparked off of your you you're the one who hates ghostbusters i don't now. hate ghostbusters you hate ghostbusters i now. just i i guess i internet hate it because yes. i'm not like it's a perfect movie unassailable you know and maybe part of that was so many people that were just shit birds about the 2016 version. Ah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure part of that is is somewhat of a personal reaction to them to be like, no, that thing you love isn't as good as you think. Fuck you. <laughs> you know? But I haven't I haven't watched Ghost. It's I guess it's just one that like just never got into my main rotation because Gremlins came out the same day and that was that for me. You know, so it was like, I've seen Ghostbusters like three or four times, but I was never like, man, I got to watch Ghostbusters. You know, like, not like a, whenever Christmas time rolls around, I'm like, man, I need to watch fucking Gremlins again. You know, there's like that, that thing in you that's like, I haven't watched this in a while. I need this again. You know, I've never had that connection with Ghostbusters for whatever reason. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> People I mean, are allowed to I mean, not, the only not thing, love something. The only thing 80s that like tops it for me in like terms of like that is a fucking perfect movie is back to the future mm-hmm. i mean back to the future is just like one of the best writ- best yeah, written scripts of all time like that is what you teach script script writing yeah. mm-hmm. on that, ghostbusters is close to me mm-hmm. okay <laughs> comedy wise i mean th- there are things that would be problematic now in, th- in that like you know 
Bill Murray is just this skeevy professor who's hitting on his what, female students. Mm-hmm. Sure, yes, but that's Bill Murray. That's Bill Murray too. <laughs> that's you what know? you expect. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, what you have, Jeff? I got one more. Okay, uh, you'd already talked about it a few weeks ago, All but right. uh, I finally saw 2017's The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Starring oh. Mr. Tom Cruise. The worst movie of all time. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. Except that it's totally not. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. I tried so hard. Why That movie ended. My wife and I looked at each other and was like, what was wrong with that? Like, people thought that movie was like the plague. They acted like this is the death of Hollywood and they should all be fucking shot. And there was nothing in that movie where I'm like... What people people were reacting like it was the stupidest fucking movie they'd ever seen, and I was just like, the movie's totally fine. Yeah, right. I think, I think the first half of that movie is better than the second half. I think once they get to Russell Crowe's section of the movie, it becomes way too much. We got to set up the dark universe, and mm-hmm. it kind of bogs down a little bit and is not as fun. But it's still, you get everything you want in it. You get Tom Cruise running like an idiot. You yeah, get, you get Tom Cruise depending, uh, pretending to be drunk, which is one of the things I have laughed the hardest at in the last year where someone says he is drunk and he is just holding up a bottle and a shot glass and kind of just like he doesn't say a word. He just kind of points to it and is just like he's basically pantomiming like, yeah, what do you want me to do? But he's not. He's just not saying anything. He's just mm-hmm. making this face. I, I, I don't get it. I, I This just seemed like time to fucking bury Tom Cruise. And I don't know why the mummy is perfectly acceptable. Perfectly. Yeah, I didn't get it either. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It seemed like it seemed like people jumped on the I I love this other version of the mummy. Ergo, this one's bad. And I'm like, I have no problem with Brendan Fraser mummy. I didn't think that this was tied other than they're Mm-mm. both universal mummy yeah. owns the license mm-hmm. to the they're, mummy they're thing. Not. Yeah. yeah, this was I didn't think it was like the mummy is, is different from the mummy. Yeah. As far as I know, I mean, they I, threw yeah. an Easter egg in there to kind of say that the universes are connected, but it's not it's not even the same origin story. No, it's no, a no. totally, totally different thing. Yeah, I just felt I saw I felt like people were coming at it from that angle. I'm like, Brendan Fraser mummy movies are fine. Yeah, they're, they're, they killed those movies on their own. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> Brendan Fraser? <laughs> Where is he? I don't know. He's probably he hanging out with good these days. He's hanging yeah. out with Macy Gray, wherever she is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But like that that plane sequence, I know it got a, a bad rap because of that trailer where mm-hmm. it was just like all it just had the incidental like, ah, ow, you know, it just had mm-hmm. that in it. That scene is fucking amazing. Like, I'm convinced Tom Cruise is not going to be happy until he dies making a movie. Like, there are so many things in that movie where you're just like, Tom Cruise is trying to die on film. He has to cleanse out those thetans, uh, I guess. Whatever it takes, man. But I just... Every, Only I'm, through sheer action. I'm looking at this dude who is older than Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon, running around doing these stunts and pretending to be a 30-year-old man. I think at one point, uh, there was some debate as to uh, Russell Crowe acting like he was the older man in the two. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you're not. <laughs> you're not the more distinguished of the two people in this scene, but... Whatever, man. That movie's fine, and it's fun, and it's got crazy stunts in it, and it made me laugh, and I I got everything I wanted out of it, so Mm -hmm. fuck the haters, man. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck them. Not every movie has to change your life. No. But people were so anti-Dark Universe to begin with. Like, as soon as they announced that idea, people were like, ugh, this is terrible. And I'm like, no, that sounds awesome. Why does everything have to be a cinematic universe? 
Why not? <laughs> Intersperse all your shit and make things interesting. That who has a problem with that? I I did think it was funny that it was so heavily branded at the beginning. Like the Universal logo turns into this Dark Universe logo, and you're like, all right, maybe slow your roll, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a touch. You need to maybe make two movies before you do that. But they did. I thought they did. They did, did, they, did they brand they that didn't. Dracula one with this? Bullshit? Oh no, no, no. I thought that was the soft launch of this that, dark it was but they abandoned that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just didn't know if <laughs> i never it saw a soft it. launch i never saw if it got the stupid logo it treatment didn't. Yeah. it was a flaccid launch <laughs> <laughs> saggy noodle launch yeah, yeah. just draped over her shoulder <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was three-day-old ramen mm. launch <laughs> oh. Oh. that's yeah. all i got all right anybody else are we done with yeah, movies I, yeah i think that happened yeah man look at that Efficient. Packed yeah. ass half. <laughs> yes, Packed to continue the butt stuff of this episode. Let's get out of here so I can deal with it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, see, you should have had a salad with dinner. Um, well, first off, we uh, we have we have to tell you a little bit of, of upcoming news. Bam, oh. oh, yeah, we got to do news. that before before everybody turns the podcast off. Yeah, because right. like, oh, contact her. I don't get in touch with them. Um, so... <laughs> We 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 soft launched this on on no quarters last time we Slaunch. recorded. Um, we we've we've basically come to the conclusion that we're having a very hard time scheduling no quarters. Mm-hmm. So I think what we're going to do is because we already get together one day of the week to record this, we are going to every six or seven episodes of Banffcast, we're going to take a week off, and we're going to make that Wednesday or night, generally speaking, the recording of no quarters. Our sister video game podcast if you're not oh, hip, mm-hmm. yeah. hip to that jive um so it's not happening like right away but like coming soon you may we may be like hey we'll see you in two weeks yeah mm-hmm. six to seven weeks from now there will be a gap in bamcast mm-hmm. and there will right. be a no yeah. quarters in its place now you can join us there you know youtube.com slash no quarters net um all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, we are just as jokey over there sure we are going to talk about video games if you're like video games bleh, well <laughs> It's probably not for you, except it still us. We're still funny. Sometimes. Right. It is for you. It's just, you just won't like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, totally. <laughs> it's like a shitty Christmas gift. It is for you. <laughs> it is. It it's, is. We got no, it for you. It's the socks of podcasting. It's <laughs> you, you for, really, for you. You really for everybody need else. Them. No, for, no, you really need okay. them. But for everybody else, it's like a big old sack of candy and weed. But for you, it sucks. Do, do I need to send you guys to sales training? Because this is not this is not the proper way to sell our other podcast. We don't. You know, you we've been doing this eight years. I know. Well, you know how shitty we are at selling ourselves. We are those breathable socks without the seam around the toes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fucking nice socks, man. I hey, like man. Those. I like no quarters. Yeah. This guy sucks. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but anyway, yes. <laughs> they, one day we'll one less Bamcast every few months. Mm-hmm. We think that you can handle it. Yeah, we believe in you. Yes, it yeah. does. Breathe through it. That way, we'll do no quarters more regularly, and we'll take a break from this. And, yeah, but there will still be plenty of content, you know, every week because we are still doing all the Patreon reward stuff. Mm-hmm. We're doing BMF Cast Extra. You know, Chuck's throwing out some Bamfcast rewinds um, when he has time to rewind. Uh, yeah, and there's a big and one feeling kind. Up. Right. And yeah. if you're a patron over at patreon.com slash BMFcast, you can get all of that stuff immediately as it launches. Some of it is exclusive to patrons, but um, some of it will get, uh, just we'll get passed along. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a timed exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but patreon.com slash BMFcast, you can, you can sign up to get all the super extra content 
immediately. Um, and I think that will segue me into contact information, uh, the regular, which is bmfcast.com. Email is bmf at bmfcast.com. And the phone number to give us a call and leave us a message is 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. Also check out our Discord. Come chat with us. It's how we while away mm-hmm. the working day. It yep. is. We tippy-tap the day away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BamCast out. See you next week. Or will we? We yes. will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes. We will. yes. yes. We will. yes. yes.